Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo. Yo. What are you doing, Ken? Hey, nothing. How are you? I'm good. Good. How was your weekend? It was good. This is an exciting time. Yeah. It's summer. It's nice out. And your oldest is about to become an adult. Yeah, close, right? That's exciting. Yeah. Although we were talking about it earlier, it does feel like they've muddied the waters a little bit for the excitement of the 16th birthday. Right, because you think it's a driver's license, but it doesn't come that. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, did you know this? What do you mean? Well, I could have for him, I guess, if everything would have been done on time. Right. What's, what's the issue? Well, you have to have each permit for like a year, then a year. So it has to have... Really? I didn't, yeah. Did they change? I don't think I had to have that. Did they change Probably that? not, because, I mean, I, I grew up in Missouri, but still... I was in Kansas. You could get yeah. a permit when you were, I think, 15 and a half. I could, but I never but did. But you didn't have to. Yeah, I never did. And, I just got a driver's license, like, right away. Yeah. When I was a kid... Yeah, my thing was... In, I thought it was easy. In Michigan, you just took driver's ed, then they gave you a little paper permit thing. Oh, yeah. And I, I could drive with my parents. I just, that just had to be in the car. Yeah. And then when I turned 16, my dad took me into the DMV, and they were like, here's your license, man. I never right. And that was it. Ed. I just, drive wherever you want. Well, that's another I just, thing I studied changed. that little manual, and I went and took the test, but I never had driver's ed that, either. That sort of went away from what I've heard. Cause well, everyone... I think for us, you didn't have to take the test if you took exactly exactly oh, okay, okay so my dad paid okay. for something like two-week course called wolverine driver okay and uh you know i who knows how much it was but you didn't have to do anything you just right. sat in there and they showed you like hey don't drink a drive yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then they were like cool and then they were like hey here's the test they give you at the dmv and then they handed it to you and then they were like and here's the answers yeah. Well, and then you just filled it in and handed it back to him. He's like, congratulations. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Right. And then they give you a thing at the end that you take to the DMV and says, he's ready for his license. Yeah, just give it to I him. I remember it was super easy. Yeah. Whatever that little test I took. I don't was. know why they don't do that anymore. Yeah. You and I did the same thing, probably, Stone Cone. You just go in. I go in you had to, down If you to the didn't DMV. do the permit, then you, because the permit is a written test. So if you hadn't done that, you probably had to do a written test and the driver's test. But you could do that all at 16 if you wanted. Yeah. And if you passed both, boom. Yeah. You had your license and that was it. There were no restrictions about, right. uh, you know, time or number of people in the car or yeah, having honest, to have a permit. I remember a driving test. I'm sure I had to do You had one. to do a driving I'm test. I'm sure yeah. I did, but I, I, I just did, don't I remember any yeah. of it. But they used to do what Laszlo's talking about. I've heard a lot of people say that they used to do the DMV thing more commonly, where or the driver's ed thing more commonly. Yeah, because he drive. was in charge of the driving test, too. Yeah, they were like It was certified. all the same thing. And then 
I just drove around the neighborhood. Then he was like, okay, let's get on the freeway. Yep. And I think I got on for like, you know, a mile. And he's like, okay, you clearly have driven before. You right. Should go home. And then that's I was it. Like, cool. Which is pretty sweet. And yeah. they st- you know, they still do that with motorcycles. For years, like, a pain in the ass. I think you can sign up for a motorcycle class at like one of the dealerships. And then when you're done, they say, you're ready for your license. You just go get it. Right. Instead of having to do it at the highway patrol station right. or wherever. Yeah. Which is how they used to do it with cars, too, it seems like. And I don't know why they don't. But the point is, he turned 16. He has a car. A yeah. pretty sweet car, if and I do say so it? myself. He can drive it with sort me of drive it, it, but he's got to have somebody Why in it, like a permit. Why can't he get his license at 16? What, because what, the per- what, what's the, the law You have to have like this restricted permit for one year. Seriously? And, yeah. yeah. And he got the permit late. And no one knew that? I mean, I didn't know that. It's oh. a whole thing. Yeah. It's I think we kind of knew it, but... That's yeah. a pain in the ass. It's just, uh, a, you know, the ball got dropped, whatever, miscommunication, <laughs> who knows, but the, the permit wasn't actually a permit until September, right? So now he right. has to wait. Right, and so and I... You know, and that thing says restricted. I don't know what it what because I even took it to a cop. Yeah, I went to the police station in Overland Park. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, well, what happened if you pull my kid over with this?" And he's like, oh. "Oh yeah, we talked about that." Like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Right. Let me see. So I don't even think they know. That doesn't surprise me. Then after me a minute, he was like, "Yeah, no, he can't." Okay. He called it in, and then they were like, "He's like, yeah, you need to check on a permit." Like right. he's pulling somebody right. over, and they're like, "You yeah, know, is there somebody else in the car? He has to have somebody else in the car." So that's uh. how I know for sure. Because, dude, it was like when we were 15, that night, I remember, well, for I was excited about 16 for about two years. But the, the day before turning 16, I could not sleep that night. I, I had my alarm set for 7 a.m. because the DMV opened at 8. I was out of bed at 7 a.m., yeah, right? showered, dressed. I was the first person at the DMV. I got my license. I came back. My mom had to go with me because she had to drive with me there, right? So she mm-hmm. was still with me on the way back. So now I haven't driven anywhere alone yet, so I have this driver's license. I'm like, I need to go somewhere. My mom's like, well, you know, there's nowhere to go. And she's like, all right, tell you what, go get me some groceries. I will never forget. She sent me in the car, and I got in the car. I turned on my music. I had the little tape that connected to my discman, right? And I'm driving down the highway, and I look over at the passenger seat, and it's empty. And I was like, this is amazing. And I still say to this day that turning 16 was one of the absolute greatest times of my life. All that independence. And, you know, we live in in the Midwest in a spread-out City. It's not like we have a bunch of public transportation. Right, no, for sure. So if you want to go somewhere, you, you know, you kind of got to drive there. So now he's going to turn sixteen. He's got the car, yeah, which is which is awesome. A little bit. But it's like you got to drive. So now it's almost like we got to celebrate again, right? When you can drive, right? Whatever that date is. But I mean, I don't know. Is he is he excited about it? Does he, he doesn't seem to be. It's so weird, right? I mean, but I don't know. Were you excited about it when you turned? 16? I don't. I can, like. I literally can't remember. Yeah, that's. Like, what I was trying to think about it. Like, I don't remember my 16th birthday. That's crazy. That's probably the only one I remember from back then. Yeah, I remember. I remember. In my head, I can't remember if I did anything. I, I have no idea. It was like trying to find stuff to do now that I could drive. And after I went and got those groceries, the next thing I did was when my friend got home from work, I drove to his house. His birthday's two months after mine, so we get in the car, and he was like. Man, this sucks. I'm so mad at you. You got your license already because he was really into cars. Right. His car was ready and everything. But I had to drive them all around because the next person that was going to turn 16 didn't turn 16 for two months. So I was king of the friend group for those two months. And your son falls right in that same age group that I was. Yeah, for sure. Started school at the same age, graduated at the same age, which makes him a little bit older than a yes. lot of the kids in his class right. and probably a little bit older than a lot of his friends. And those months matter when you have a driver's license because right, sure. suddenly you get to decide where we're going, what we're doing, what music we're listening right. to. And just, you know, we did a lot of driving around in circles on the weekends. Somebody's house and leaving after two minutes. And it was just sitting in the car listening to music yeah, driving. Sure. And I was trying to think of gifts to get your son for 16, right? And I'm thinking, all right, 16, it's got to be car related. 
And I was mm-hmm. talking to my friend, and he was like, you should get him a subwoofer. Oh, that would be cool. I was like, that I think that's a little cool. presumptuous. Like, I don't even know if he would like it. It's His dad might be like, what are you doing to my car? No, no, Who no, doesn't no. like a subwoofer? It's his car. Right. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he maybe he doesn't like a subwoofer. I don't know. Is subwoofer a thing that you know Gen Xers and old millennials were into and then went I away? I have no idea. I don't think kids would like it still. Is it, I didn't know if it's something kids are still into or not. I think he's all about that bass. Right. Well, he does listen to a lot of hip-hop. A lot of Kanye. Yeah. yeah exactly. You need that mm-hmm. sub. So I thought, well, I could do that because there's a place down the street where we could buy it and have it installed all there. They do it for you. You know, I was like, that'd be cool if he's into it. I just I don't know be. if he's into it. And then it's like, I don't even know if he's excited about turning 16 and it's not necessarily I his fault. I keep him what he wants to do. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I got baseball practice. It's just oh, like, yeah, baseball this practice. routine. It's like, dude, you're 16. <laughs> right. I don't know, maybe 16. But now I'm trying to, I, like, I don't want to push it. You know right. what I mean? So right. like, okay, man, whatever you want to do. Okay, so when you were a kid, uh, at 18, could you buy cigarettes, right? Yeah, I only had to be 18 to buy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I was in the Navy. Oh, so you, it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I could do whatever I wanted. You could do whatever you wanted. You were an adult. I was already smoking and banging hookers, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's at part of the 17. promise. <laughs> Join the Navy. Yeah, that's what they do. They come to the cafeteria yeah, in high school. Like, look at okay. this. Your friends are going to be worried about where they're going to drive around. We got cigarettes and hookers. <laughs> or, you, or you could go work at, I don't know, Worlds of Fun or whatever. But <laughs> right. I see some other recruiters over there, but you could just come with us. That's, uh, I mean, the timing of Laszlo's Navy thing is so, it's like Mel Brooks level comedy oh, because man. there had been nothing since Vietnam. I mean, yeah, there's nothing. Your dad is a veteran. My dad was in Vietnam. And uh, I'm sure that he, you know, probably, well, you know, there's certain things like if there had been something going on, he might have been like, ah, nah. I, I, you don't think so? You don't think he would have tried to keep yeah. you from going I think through what he went through? I, my mother didn't want me to go. Well, of course. When I told her, she started crying. Yeah. And then I remember her calling my father. Because I'd already dropped out of high school. I was right, working right. as a cook. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, I, this is the best idea he's had in a long time. Sure. You know, it'll turn him into a man. Right. And, so, and, 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 and then my mom was like, well, I don't know if I want to sign. He was like, yeah, well, I will. And he, but and, that was the end of the conversation. Like, yeah, you should go. And you probably should have gone. It probably, I yeah, mean, I mean it got back, me out of there. Yeah. I mean, you don't regret that, right? That was probably a good experience, and it did. No, yeah, it was a good way to transition into adulthood. I think there's other things I could have done. I just didn't know the options, and people didn't give them to me. Yeah, that's a problem when you're young. Right, when you look back, you're like, yep. oh, I could have just done this. Like, I really could have just, I don't know, went to junior college for two yep. years and transferred. But the truth of the matter is I have a lot of buddies who stayed and went to junior college and never did anything Nothing with happened. that either. So yeah. when I look back on it, it's like, yeah, those are options. But where I was in my life in headspace, like yeah. I wasn't going to be like, all right, let's buckle down and really knock down Schoolcraft College and then transfer to Stanford. Like, yeah. that, was, that wasn't... It, one, it wasn't. It was an option, but not. not I really. wasn't aware of it. <laughs> yeah. And then the second part of that was like, if I look back on it now, I'm like, man, I could have done that. But if I really try to get in touch with seventeen year old me, seventeen year old me wasn't doing that. Seventeen yeah, year old me would have had my dad pay no for her JUCO and failed it. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> right. true. Yeah, I would have just got a loan and then failed it. But same yeah, difference. Exactly. But so, do you look back ever? Because one of the things I look back at when I think about that, I didn't know these were options. Like, why didn't I learn something? How to weld? Why didn't I learn a skill? That's not something that you think back and no. are you, you're bummed about. Mm-hmm. I just like I knew kids at school that went. We had like a trade school that you could drive to, and I think you had to be at least a junior. Did you have one of those snow cone in your school district? Where it was yep. like a. I think it was like a private company, yep. but and then kids were allowed to go there, and they learned like HVAC and welding yeah. and we like had us mechanics. Was like a different school, yeah, exactly. Ours was yeah. a different. Ours different had like, school. it was like a three blocks away. But yeah, yeah I think ours was actually called Votech. 
Yeah, or at least the was, kids would call it that. Like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I don't go yeah. to school there anymore. I go to Votech. It's Votech. Yeah, vocational technical school. Yeah, I think people go there and learn HBAC or something. Exactly. And ours had a name. It was you got to leave. That's why I thought it was cool. You got yeah. They like would come for like first hour and be in your homeroom, and then you'd see the kids go. They get in their car and they go. Right. But I had that because I would get in my car and go, and I took radio and TV. See, that was a radio and TV program. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we did. I took that for like two years, and they kicked me out. That, so I would have tried that. It. Look at me now. Look at you now, boys. Look at, now, Look at you now. I'm on Twitch. Got friends on TV. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> ah, you thought I'd never make it. Look at that. He's on TV right now. He bought us that what I'm TV. Saying. Yeah. Look at me. The problem with all that, like you said, looking back, just like the Votech thing. I remember seeing the kids drive the Votech, and I'm like, how'd they do that? By then, it's too late, right? Yeah. I didn't know that this was a thing I either. until I saw people driving there, and I was like, oh, wait, you can. I could have started going to Votech this year, because that seems way better than me taking Algebra 2 again. Right. You know what I mean? Why am I not doing that? But it was just because I didn't know. And yeah, that, didn't is, know that is annoying when you look back and you go, here are all these options. A lot of it falls on the kid. I probably right. could have talked to a counselor. And- it's also how you phrase it, I think. So for me, I tell my kids, like, hey, just get, like, you know, g- good grades. I, you don't have to get all A's. I don't care. And I really don't even care if you get a D in something as long as you match it's that with an that A one. in something else, mm-hmm. right? So, like... I just want you to have over a 3.0. That doesn't mean that you're going to get into Yale. I, no. That's not a thing. And I'm not even sure you, you should go to college. I don't, I don't know that that's a great investment. Right. But don't do what I do, what I did, which is you literally have no options. Yep. Right? It's like go to junior college down the street or join the military. Yeah. Well, that, or get a job. Like, at least if you have decent grades, you can be like, well... Take a shot. You know, I'm not going to get into KU, but I can get into somewhere. Yeah. Right? And then and then after school's over, you can just kind of be like, I don't know what I want to do, so I guess I'll just go waste time at college. Or I'll drive to New York City and try to be a comedian. I don't care which one you choose. Right, right. But just don't leave yourself with only one. Yeah. Well, he could get into MU or KU, right? He's I don't just, know. I think based I mean, on what you told me about his grades, it yeah. Seems like, I mean, he's just a he just finished his freshman year, so yeah, who knows? He got more yeah, years, right? That's true. That's true. But I mean, he's just, got like a three three. I don't know what that. Knowing yeah. him, I just yeah, I, I feel pretty confident about him, but I don't want to. Okay, you're getting upset. I don't want no, to no, no, anything. I'm not getting upset. I'm just saying, you know, there's times where he can be like, yeah, this, he can sound a lot like me in high school. Of course, we're like, I don't care what this lady says. I'm not doing it. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. But the difference is, I think your relationship with him is a lot different than the relationship you had with your dad. Oh yeah. So I do. He does seem at least to kind of know. I, I got. I got to keep it at least around here. And maybe that right. lady that he's like, she's so full of ass. I don't like her. He's decided that's going to be the D. And I'll right. match. Oh, I think somewhere. he does that for I, sure. I just feel confident that he will. do I that. I know he does that because yeah. I can see it. Like I've seen his grades. Like he'll have all C's and then. Who's like, right, I just got to bang these three out and get right. A's and these, and then that's a three point. Okay, good. Exactly. So and then he's just, doing my dad will get off my ass. Yeah, yeah. So he could, he could go. To, I, he, the point is, he could definitely go he to college. He could get into somewhere. And he yeah. could probably go to one of the state universities if that's what he wants to do. Right. But it's just try something, man. Try something. What right. would you say if he was like, I want to do the thing that all these people talk about the. Uh, the year off, the year abroad. I'm going to travel for a year. Okay. You know, um, would you would you encourage that? Would yeah, you I'd say, but you know, in order to do that, it? you have to understand. I'd help finance it, but I'd be like, uh, you know, I might do like a. I just thinking about it now. I might do like a work 401k thing. Well, like I'll match you. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah what I mean, exactly. but you got to get a job. You want to do sure. that? Go get a job. Like you, you know, you know, you're 18 now. You kind of got to figure that out. Like I've never made you get a job before because it's my responsibility. But now. Yeah. If you want to go do something like that, you just have to realize that it costs money. But I'm also your dad, so right. 
Come to me at the end of the summer and tell me how much money you got, and I'll match it and see if you can do it or not. Yeah, and at his age, by the way, there's all these companies well, that like subsidize it. Like, don't make that much. <laughs> right, don't do it, baby. Don't make that much. I don't have the money. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. So we were just talking about this off the air, but I, I, I assume that this is a thing that a lot of people, if not close to like everybody, have thought about and kind of fantasized about, but did you ever wish that you... Became a private investigator? Yeah, of course. Like you follow one it sounds around. fun. When I see them on My TV. My uncle was one. But your uncle, so your uncle had credentials. Right. Well, he, yeah, he was a homicide detective, then retired, and then became like, a, I think he was just a private eye. Yeah. And then went to work for like an insurance company, like, you know, busting people saying their TV was stolen or whatever when it wasn't. Right. So that's easy. You go in and right? talk to him and be like, oh. So where was the TV? Right. Yeah. What did it look like? You got a picture? I mean, anything in the house that shows the TV? Like, I. There's no indention. I remember there's no indentions on the car. He said it was TV. I, I looked, for it? I looked yeah. it up on Best Buy. TV weighs 400 pounds. Like, there should be, like. Don't have a receipt? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know where it was sitting. No it was indentions. Kind of floating over there in the air. Where was it right there? There's nothing. I always wonder what they get paid because you see these guys. Uh, it's usually guys for a reason. I've seen some women doing it. But they're they're sitting in their office. They've got a case that they've been working on sometimes for years. Mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, this family hired me because their daughter's missing and they don't think the cops are doing a good enough job. Well, I wouldn't do that. And I think, man, how much, how much money are I feel like that's paying? a scam. I, I wouldn't be good at it. Like if, I would say like, if my uncle wanted to do that, then I'd be like, okay. Yeah, you've chased down these leads before, but I would feel horrible, like if somebody said my daughter's been missing and I want to hire a private eye, and you're going to track her down. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Well, that's just I'm it. way more I, like if your wife's cheating on you, you need me to get a picture of her in a hotel room. I got you. Yeah, but if you're like track my kid down, like no, hire someone good. Right, but don't you think that if we learned from someone when we were younger that we would have those skills? Like, here's the tricks. Here's what you do. Here's I would who feel you talk horrible. to. Yeah, if I so- couldn't find them. Like, if I don't find out that your wife's cheating on you, then so what? Right, true. Who cares? Right. But if I don't find your kid, yeah. I feel like that would stick with me for a long time. Like, I don't know yeah. that I could just stop. Be like, well, I'm sorry, didn't find her. No, it seems or like if I sent it to the, if I sent it to you, it'd be like, yeah, sorry. It seems to me like your wife just hangs out with her friends. Right. Well, and I right. see these people being interviewed on these, some of these true crime shows. And- also, I'd be a horrible private eye. Why? But, all right, so say you wanted to check me... You you hire me to see if, if your wife's cheating on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell her. You're going to tell her? When, when I catch her. I knew that was coming. When I, I catch it. her. What do you mean? I'm going to say, hey, your husband hired a private eye. You're cheating on him. I'm going to give go. him all this information unless you kick me more money than he's paying you me, and then I'm going to tell him that you didn't do anything. Well, you shouldn't have said that if we're going to start this <laughs> PI thing. You I should not know he's going to say that. Kept that to yourself yeah. because we're, he's saying we should start a private investigator's well, yeah, office. And now he's giving out the tips that it's all just a big scam. It's just who you know go to the highest bidder. But I I, I think yeah. it must pay something because these people have homes. They a lot of them seem to have nice houses. And when they're working on these cases with the family for years, trying to find a missing kid or whatever, those families don't look rich to me. But yet these private I eyes, like, are they continuing to take money? Do they well, just I'm get sure. paid one time? Do they say you got to pay me every year, every no, month? No, I mean, there's expenses and right. you know what it costs to travel. Like no, I I couldn't do it. I mean, I guess it's kind of like lawyers. Lawyers say, look, you got someone, they're down on their luck. It's maybe the worst time of their life, going through a divorce or some legal problem. Right. And they sit down and that lawyer's office and they know they need a decent lawyer and the lawyer says i'm gonna need five grand up front right i mean everyone knows the stories of families pooling money together yep, to try sure. and get a lawyer for their brother so that he can have custody of his kids sometime you know uh i always thought that would be a hard thing to do to look at that person who's having the absolute worst time right. of life and say i need five grand 
Because do you really need five grand? You know what I mean? That's what you charge. Yeah, but if you don't, but, then, but if then you, you don't, would then need that's it. it. So anyway, I've always thought about you know how fun it would be to, pri- to be a private investigator. And of course, there's tons of books and movies about private investigators. A lot of times they're former cops. A lot of times yeah. they're drunks or whatever. But it's like constantly trying to solve these mysteries. And we know that people now are really into true crime. And there was a right. whole thing last week about... What does it mean to be so obsessed with true crime? And I don't know. What do you need to get your private investigator's license in Kansas or Missouri? Probably nothing. I, I don't know. They, when they I say can't imagine. License, I don't know what that license does. Like, did it used to be it would give you the ability to carry a gun? Well, you can carry a gun right. now anyway. I think a 12-year-old can carry a gun as right. far as yeah. I know. I don't see what so you what, yeah, And then what, just say, I will look for your kid for you. Yeah. But so get this. Now, this is happening in Tucson, but I thought if this happens more places, Lazo. This could be cool. And I don't know, maybe you saw this on Twitter or Snowcone, maybe you saw it. But the Tucson Police Department is launching this new thing. It's one of a kind. Uh, they're trying to get help solving crimes from basically crime junkies. We've seen don't after yeah, cats, sure. right? These people yeah. get really into this and they can find people. I mean, in that documentary, they were looking at the bedroom and the blankets and yeah, tracking sure. down where those blankets were sold. They're doing detective work. They're just oh, not yeah, detectives. Yeah. So Tucson has said instead of making fun of these people or telling them to get out of our way, we're going to hire them. Smart. So it says the department is calling it the Professional Staff Investigator, PSI. Okay, mm-hmm. Lieutenant Mark Jimenez says it is an opportunity for civilians to fulfill their detective dreams. Quote, since police have been going to the job fairs, one of the first questions most people right out of college ask, or really anybody, is how do I sign up to be a detective? And up until right now, you'd have to be a police officer, be on the beat for at least three years until you're eligible to be a detective and take the detective test, right? Well, they're changing that now. He says, until now, when you saw those flashing lights or heard police sirens, your so-called detective instincts had many limitations. Well, so now they've got all these citizens helping to solve crimes. They're saying, all right, we're not going to make them full detectives, but let's get this group going, this PSI group. And the thing is, that's kind of cool. They're not just Internet sleuths who work with the cops, although that's a big part of it. They are going to allow them to go to these scenes. Now, the scene has to be contained first. So, you know, basically, they've got all the evidence. They've taken all the pictures. And now... I guess maybe reporters or whatever, but they're going to allow these PSI members to come and check out the scene and talk to people, which is crazy. You know, there's been different things in the media where community members help solve cases. So we want to get those people, we want to get that untapped potential. Once this is all done, they're going to go through a seven-week academy, then they're going to go through 12 weeks of field training, and then once they're done, their day's going to look very similar to our other detectives. They'll be able to go to any scene uh, once the scene is safe. So they won't be first responders, they won't have a gun. If they interview a suspect, that person will have to be made completely safe and they'll have a sworn officer with them. Okay, I'm sorry. I think this is kind of cool as a new option. We were just talking about junior college. The minimum requirement for this is you just need an associate's degree. So if you are 18 or whatever and you you're finished in high school and you're like, what do I want to do? Now, at least one police department, hopefully this will take off. Really good saying, job. Hey, awesome. you get this associate's degree. What did he say? Seven weeks of uh, field training? I think so, yeah. And then instead of, because like he said, to be a detective, just about in every department as far as I know, you have to be a cop. Right. You know, uniform officer. Do, it for, so for, long, do right. it for so long. And then you take these detective tests. And if you pass, you can start wearing the suit and tie. Right. And trying to solve crimes. This is a totally different way to do it because most of these people who are web sleuths, they're not jealous of the cops going out there risking their lives, right? They're not jealous no. of the cops getting into gunfights. That's not what they wish they were. People a part don't want to be a cop. They want to be a detective. They just they want, want to be right. detective. Get her the cop part. And yeah. Tucson has said, "Look, we've had these people literally help us solve crimes. These internet sleuths. Why not bring them into the fold instead of working against them? Because they probably know social media better than most cops. They, exactly. They talked them. about that. Right. Yeah. But my thing is, cops have been so mad about sleuths for so long. You watch them in these shows, and like you know, they just and then I away. think it helps on the other end of that too. So you just don't have, you know, if they work for the cops, they're turning their information over to the cops, and the cops are doing something. 
as opposed to just posting it all on Reddit and framing a guy who didn't exactly do it. Exactly. Right? The like point. the cops can be like, yo. Don't post that on Reddit yet. Yeah. We're going to go talk to the guy, yes. right? So it solves two problems, yes. really. Like, it helps you catch the killer or whatever. And it also stops him from just randomly posting, Snowcone did it, and this is why, because he was wearing this shirt. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yes. Like, and I saw him on top. Look, here's a picture of him on top of the building. Like, no, 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 no. Right. That, that, is- that's also, like, horrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's their number one issue that when they bitch about... Web sleuths, they say the problem is they get misinformation out right. there. That misinformation spreads. I mean, that Boston bombing thing. Then, yeah, that was crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And there's been, I mean, smaller there's cases like that where we don't even know about it because it was Richard, a local Richard thing. Richard Jewell, I mean, it was probably the oldest one we can think of. And that wasn't yeah, but that, yeah, was, yeah, that was a little different. Cops did it. But that was the yeah. cops. Yeah. That was the cops who did it. I guess now it's doing it for problem. That doesn't. But, and I don't know if this is full time, but I mean, you do the seven weeks, right? And then you do 12 weeks of field training. To me, this is like, they're saying you can just be a detective. Now, it pays like 33 bucks an hour. Well, I think it starts at like 22, but it goes up to like 33 bucks an hour. I have no idea what that is annually. What, 30 something, 40 something, 50 something thousand dollars? Someone would have to Probably do the 30, math. 36 or something. You need, like a calcul- you need a calculator to figure that out. And also, I don't know how many hours you're working, right. but it says once this is all done, they go through all this training. Employees will have their caseload and conduct and conduct their own interviews. I mean, that's like they're letting that's them be cool. detectives. They'll be able to go to any scene once the scene is safe. Uh, as TPD and police stations nationwide deal with staffing shortages, he says this is a unique way uh, that he thought up that could help get more bodies in the door. This is awesome. And also, it solves solves the problem you're talking about. The misinformation mm-hmm. at least helps, right? right? Don't post that. That guy doesn't exist. That's not true. That's a fake rumor. Right. So that helps. But also, doesn't it help give an opportunity for people to interact with police who aren't you know, necessarily wanting to be police officers? We have all this problem sure. with police and the public – at in, you know, right. at odds with one another. Now you've got this opportunity for people. That doesn't say you have to be a, right. a, a kid. You could be right out right. of high school, or you could be an adult and say, "I love doing this." And now this could be like a part-time job. I think that's awesome. You're going to do it? Well, I don't live in Tucson. Well, but why do you have to? I'm guessing they're using online because you go. You have to do the 12 weeks of field training and a seven week academy. Oh. Which I don't. know. How long? What do you have to do to be a cop? I mean, to me, that sounds like. It's similar like, to what you do, to, like three to six months. Of training? Could, could be, I don't know. But I mean, this sounds. By so the way, I did see Snowcone do that crime. And no, he I wasn't didn't. Wearing that Shut shirt. up. Yep. Well, it's true. Yeah. Yep. 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 We, we you co- weren't there. We've covered for we you. Enough. There, we saw. He you, tells though. me everything. Okay. And he we tells have me video. everything. Okay. Guy in a black shirt. Yep. <laughs> the really old shirt. The sleeves yeah. are a little Tall. too short. Yep. And it didn't quite make it Humming down to his waistline. Who else is it? Yeah. I mean, fish songs. I mean, fish songs. The Church of Laszlo. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Uh, oh, I'm watching this. There's a. Have you seen this? 
The Sanders family reunion with Deion Sanders? No. We know he's the head coach at Colorado now, right? All kinds of controversy. But um, he has some sort of ish. He's missing toes. Did you know this? No. (laughs) It's crazy. From what, like, those toes toes amputated? Uh huh. And I guess he's in the hospital now. To have some surgery done, but they thought they were going to have to cut off his leg. What? Deion Sanders, yeah. What's wrong with them? Some know? sort of blood clotting issue? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, like, that's probably from football. No. It said, it, you know, his parents had it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Or his dad had I don't know if it was. I, I just heard people talking. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But it's some sort of blood clotting issue. It wasn't like an injury thing, though. Okay. And it was some sort of, you know varicose veins in the leg or something. I have those. And his parents, I don't know, but there's blood clotting back there, and they took off his toes. I guess his feet were always numb, Yeah, but he doesn't have diabetes or neuropathy or anything. You told me that that was somewhat normal. I'm tingling, and they go, no. Man, I'm just telling you, I just read it over the weekend. And now he's in the hospital, and he has to do it now because they're afraid they're going to have to take off his foot. I mean, have you seen how how the size of my varicose veins? Am I supposed to do something about that? I do, I'm being honest. I don't know. Oh, no. Well, I wasn't oh, telling you that no. to freak you out. Well, my dad had the same thing. I remember one time he just scratched his leg. I remember me making fun of you about it now, but I wasn't telling you that. It was something about the veins, and I don't know. Maybe it wasn't varicose veins, man. I'm not a doctor. It was something about veins and blood clotting in his leg, and he'd already had toes removed, which I did not know. That's weird. Yeah, why the toes, I wonder? Like, and then, well, apparently the someone made him go to the doctor because his toes were like a different color. And like they were like, oh, you're not getting blood or something. Or you're getting yes. too much blood. That's like vasculitis. Yeah, I don't know. But then when he went, they were like, oh, this is worse than you thought. And they had to remove his toes. And then apparently it didn't get better. So like we're gonna have to take your leg. But then now I guess they're just. I don't know if they're taking more toes or if they're clearing it up or whatever. It just made me think about it. Because and it was you know he was like man for a, you know he was talking about it like for a guy who you know everything I've done is with my legs. Right. You know, my football career, my baseball, everything's about, you know, my legs. I've always worked, you know, and now, you know, there's a chance I wouldn't be able to walk. Well, what if he had, if you say that his toes changed colors, that's what happened to my dad. That, oh, really? That's when the doctors finally knew what was wrong with him. They're like, wait a second. And, I, and that's when they realized that he wasn't getting circulation to the extremities. And they realized okay. he had vasculitis. And I mean, it killed him. That's what killed Harold Ramis. Uh, mm. Right? Isn't that his name? Harold Ramis, the director? Yeah. yeah. I think that's what killed him, too. Let me see. Deion They told me that my chances of getting it are increased because of him, but that I shouldn't worry about it because something else will probably kill me first because of the Harold Ramis? No, because my dad oh, had Yeah, no. They didn't say, hey, Harold Ramis had vasculitis, so I'd be worried if I were you. <laughs> you do I, like I, I know you like Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah, I'd, I'd be careful there, buddy, Mr. Ghostbusters. Blood clots in his legs. Well, my friend Colorado has that. football coach Deion Sanders said on social media that he expects to be released from the hospital on Sunday, two days after surgery. Um... In a video posted, a 55-year-old explained in the video that he his doctor good. found a blood clot in both legs, including one in his left thigh. Oh. He struggled with the left foot since having two toes amputated in 2021. He said that two of his three remaining toes on that foot are what are referred to as hammer toes. Oh, oh, okay. That, we he know said what those are. the procedure on Friday was to try to get those clot, clots so I can have proper blood flow to the leg so they can fix the toes. That's what's going on. We know what hammer toes are. There's no talk of amputation as of this point. Okay. So there you go. 
you know what hammer toes are. You remember that, right? Yeah. Like the hammer fingers, the hammer thumbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's her right. name has them? I was just watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forget she has those. Well, what's her name? Megan Fox? Yeah. So crazy. She's like uh, absolutely perfect. By the way, the hammer thumbs don't make her not perfect. I guess it's just... Well, they do make her not perfect. Yeah, it kind of does. Okay? And it's right. weird because you're like, you are absolutely... I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not perfect. There's a lot of people that does make her... Im- you know, right. Her imperfections, I guess you could say her perfections. I don't know, but... I, I mean, she We're looks... all imperfect, but yeah. yeah. I mean... They don't give it an, an extra name exactly. for your thumbs because no. they're perfect thumbs. It's got a name for it because... It's different. It's different. And it looks weird. Right. And <laughs> let's be honest, it looks weird. And what's weird is she looks like CGI. She's so perfect. And then I see her playing April O'Neil holding up the microphone, and there's those thumbs. And I'm like, wow, that's really... You know, you have to get like a wider fake nail and everything. That's crazy. Hammer toes, I'm guessing if he has those, he's had them his whole life. But I'm reading this thing, too, and it doesn't say anything... It just says, just talking about the blood clots, like you said, and it doesn't say anything about any other issues. Not that they would. If he has a health issue, he doesn't have to share that, and obviously no. the doctors can't share that. What he that. said it was blood clots is what he said. Because, you know, my, my, my buddy, he's got blood clots in his leg, and he worked with uh, vets for years, and he did large animal stuff. He'd get kicked by horses and all this stuff, and there was times they had to go in and try and get these clots out so he wouldn't have a stroke. And at some point, when he was probably early 30s, they said, hey, you know, you've got more clots now. We can't get to all of them. Basically, you have to quit this job. Oh, you have yeah. to do something else. And you, we can't, since we can't fix them, you just have to be really careful the rest of your life. Like, don't get knocked around. So it sounded to me like they knew that he was getting them from being kicked and hit. So I just wondered if in football. Well, he didn't say happen. it was from football. Yeah, and I've never heard other football players say, oh, I'm dealing with the blood clot thing no. that football players deal with. But, God, that reminds me of when they told you they were going to take your leg. Yeah, and that's just, what made me think of it. Yeah. Just the thought. And, and also, you know, looking back, you probably could have sued that guy. I think probably. for trauma, they would have settled with you. You probably could have got an easy 30, 40, 50 grand out of that guy. I mean, to just go to a doctor or was it a minute clinic? He was a doctor, right? Was it an MD? It was a doctor. It was a doctor. Yeah. And for a doctor to say, we got to take the leg. I think we're going to have to take the leg. No, you don't. I don't think you're supposed to say that, especially no. when there was nothing wrong with you. Deion Sanders is one of those guys that I really, really, really hated as a kid because he wasn't on my team. Cowboys. And, and, and he just. He annoyed me. I remember every time the Chiefs played a team that he was on, it seemed like there were fights with him. He was really good. I don't like him now. He was really good, and he was also one of those flashy guys, which I like flashy guys sometimes. I do. But I but just I like didn't him. like him. You don't like him either? Uh, I don't like him. I don't like that whole press conference he did when he took over at Colorado. Okay, was like, great. All right. You guys got to leave. You guys are no good. And just the way he says it. Like, I don't mind flashy guys, but that thing he did, like, you know, yeah. If you don't want to be, you know, basically like you guys, I'm going to pull all your scholarships. Right. And I'm bringing, what did he say? I'm bringing my own luggage. Yeah. And it's Louie. Like, I'm, I don't think it is. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, let's see how good your team is before you start saying that. Okay, good. You're, and your kid's the quarterback. And before anybody even tries out, he's like, I also brought in the new quarterback and it's his kid. I'm like. That's so lame. It's it is just, not that his kid's supposed to be great. So he probably will be. But how about you just tell everybody. Nothing. Let your kid compete, and he'll try out. Right, and if right, he'll try out. Just like that would be my thing. Like you know, my kid's coming here. He's a good quarterback, but he's gonna have to compete against you guys in this room, and he's gonna have to be better than you. That's okay. it. Like that's okay, what good. you say, right? Don't be like, oh, I'm bringing my kid, and he's awesome, and my luggage is Louie, and like, oh, shut. Okay, up. good. I for some reason I thought you got a kick out of all of that. No, and I thought maybe you were a fan of his. I, he's just one of those that I can't get over. I, I hope Colorado loses over. every game. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I hope they win as many games as he has toes. <laughs> <laughs> the Church of Laszlo.
It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Doom scroll. All right, so the big news, it sounds like you didn't know about this, but there was a coup attempt in Russia over the weekend. Yeah, I had no idea. I was sitting it's exciting. at uh, Oceans of Fun on Friday, just sitting in the wake pool, looking at my phone, and I see, oh, wait, there's some sort of a coup attempt going on? Someone's trying to overthrow Putin? And, of course, you think, we've talked about this before, that it could happen. I've heard all these supposed experts on podcasts talking about how he's on shaky ground and with Ukraine war not going sure. well. There could be oligarchs that are mad at him and ready to see him go. But... Day to day, you just kind of expect Putin to still be there, right? Sure. That's that's how it's going. Well, so it turns out this guy tries to overthrow Putin. Now, this is the real basic understanding, and I'm sure people on Twitch can correct the parts that I get wrong, but I'm not going to go into all the details. It's too long. But they have these private security groups that help fight wars, just like we do, right? Instead of being uh, government employees. Well, yeah, and they're, they're private groups. Like uh, what was that one that we had? Black, Black yeah, Foot? Black or Rock or whatever no, it was no, called. Black, no, Black Rock's the... Mortgage. Wait, they didn't have a foot a... in the name? Black? Blackwater? Nah, but you all know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. a private, private military mercenaries. So um, the, one of these groups exists. No, but that Black Rock or whatever it was, that wasn't just mercenaries. That was an army. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was yeah. a yeah. full-ass army. That, that's what these guys are. They look yeah. like, if you saw them... Yeah, Blackwater. Blackwater. Yeah. If you saw these guys Blackwater. in Russia... You would think they were just Russian soldiers. That's what they look like. But this guy was Putin's protege. Yes. He was like so, his chef. So this this time. guy hung around Putin for a long time. They called him Putin's chef. There's lots of pictures of the two of them together. But he's also rich. And at some point, this uh, mercenary group, you know, private military group gets set up. One of them, it's called a Wagner Group. Wagner, right? yeah. And uh, for a long time, no one knows who's in charge of the Wagner Group. No one's saying. No one's uh, you know taking credit and saying, I started this big military group. But eventually... Putin's chef says, yeah, I did it. I'm in charge. Now, they go to war with Ukraine. It seems like the guy who's in charge of the Wagner Group isn't a huge fan of the Ukraine war, but he's certainly not a fan of how things are going. Okay. And at some point, he must have started rallying these troops around himself and saying, look, this war is going terribly. Uh, you know, we got uh, Russians killing Russians. We're so disorganized. This is a waste of time. We should take over. So they... Get all their troops together and leave where they're supposed to be and start driving back into Russia. And they take a city. I don't remember the name of the city, but they took a city and they did it quickly. Like we're here. And, and it was it a seemed, stronghold. It was yeah. a stronghold. It seemed like the people around them were like, cool. And the big important thing about this apparently is that this whole thing that happened, even though it was a failed coup attempt, they're saying it got a lot of information to citizens of Russia who are kind of starved for true information about okay. what's going on in Ukraine. And so now a lot more of them are aware of it. A lot more can spread the word about what's actually going on in Ukraine. And apparently that's not good for Putin. So this guy starts to take over. They're digging up roads, I guess, so people can't come and get to him. And like, this is our stronghold. And the next thing is, let's just go to Moscow. Didn't quite work out that way. Uh, this was a devastating blow to Vladimir Putin. Dictators cannot show weakness. All dictators, including Vladimir Putin, have one role in society. They are there to guarantee stability, guarantee stability for the elites, to guarantee their money, guarantee their safety, guarantee their privileges. Now the elites in Moscow must be wondering, is Vladimir Putin the man who can continue to do this. And some of the elite may encourage him not to run for elections uh, that are scheduled to take place next spring. Okay, so this guy who's in charge, mm -hmm. Pergozin, I don't know exactly how you say it, but Pergozin, he's the one in charge of these mercenaries. Uh, apparently, he works out some sort of a deal with Putin. And remember, they're old friends. Okay. So the deal is, which this makes absolutely no sense to me, but they say 
he's going to be excommunicated because Putin went on TV and called it treason. Which, I mean, obviously, sure it's treason. So somehow they work out a deal. Instead of just killing this guy, they work out a deal, and they say, you're going to go be in... Uh, but Belarus. the Russians' troops stopped him, stopped his troops. Well, it seems like when they got to this... It was this, more like it, they reached an agreement before anything yes. happened. They were like 120 miles away from Moscow, and they came to an agreement that we're not going to go to Belarus before they started killing each other. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to go all the way. They, there wasn't like a big, huge battle between okay. them. Although there was some reports there that maybe some. Russians killed other Russians yeah, during this some. thing, that some people were striked with a, struck with a grenade or something. Sure. Yeah, But, uh, oddly enough, because I think, if you tell me, okay, tell me that much of the story, what do you think happens next? I'd say, I assume Putin had him killed, right? Right. Gave him a radioactive piece of toast or whatever, shot him, blew him right. up, he's gone. But instead, they work out some deal for him to go to Belarus, which is like a puppet nation for Russia, you know, a big, huge ally. And the dictator there, Lukashenko, is a big ally to Putin. So it's weird that he would say, I'll take this guy who basically looks like he tried to overthrow you and made you look weak. I don't know why Putin would agree to this, but that's the deal. So this guy who's in charge of Wagner Group gets in a car with a bunch of the mercenaries that you know he was in charge of or is in charge of, and they're escorted out of the city after this agreement, and people are cheering him. And taking pictures of him, citizens, taking pictures of him and cheering him on. And there's soldiers shooting guns in the air as this is happening. And he goes to Belarus, I guess, to be excommunicated. Now he's put out a statement. Did you see this? Mm-mm. He's now put out a statement that says, let me make sure that I get this right. Uh, he, didn't, he never wanted to depose Putin. That's what okay. he's saying. Let me clarify. I wasn't trying to overthrow Putin. I did, did not want to depose Putin. Now, I know that they said this guy also really hates whatever their equivalent is to Secretary of Defense. These two guys don't get along at all. It sounds like this guy wanted okay. his job. There's all this stuff going on with these oligarchs and people in charge of the military. He wants people out. But somehow, Lazo, he took over this Russian city. This is a coup attempt. Putin said it. it's treasonous. And then... Putin and him work out a deal, and he's going to go be in Belarus. I mean, for that now, I, that's for now, I right? It but I don't probably understand. be killed later. I right? It's but so why? Bizarre. I don't why not kill him now? But why? I so mean, maybe strong. He thought he might I lose. Know. I it, don't know. Well, right? But if you think you might lose, why? Why did this other guy take over a city in Russia and then stop? Yeah. yeah. Like if he thought he could, right? Overthrow Putin, and he went as far as to take his army to a Russian city. You know that it's Putin. Yeah. And you you know, he's not going to be like, okay, fine. Yeah. So why did he stop? Why did he be like, okay, we'll take over this Russian city, but now I'll just take a deal and go to Belarus? It, the only thing it sounds to me like is like maybe... I, I mean, I, you, would have, you would just have to think that Putin said, man, I seriously, you, you've underestimated my power. I'll destroy you. Yeah. Maybe. And like, literally, like he had to, that. right? But also, I think... Maybe was Putin just like, man, I'll nuke the whole... Part of Russia you're in. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I, I also think, and this is just speculation from an idiot, but I, I, this Wagner group is huge, it seems. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that this guy was mad about, this Prigozhin guy was mad about, was that when the war in Ukraine started, they said they marched into Ukraine for however long it was. Uh, and they went much further into Ukraine. And the actual Russian troops that are government troops are way behind them. They're not coming to help. So he starts to get frustrated and said, if the Russian troops had gone as far into Ukraine and worked as hard as we had, this war would be over. But these Russian troops aren't doing anything. No one knows what's going on. The Secretary of Defense should absolutely be fired because this war is being fought haphazardly. 
if you fought like we fought, it would be over. Our military is basically better than well, your this military. This wasn't a new thing because he—that's the guy that put the video out a few weeks ago. Yes, it's him on camera saying like, "These are my dead soldiers. Yes, they're dead because you haven't sent enough ammo, enough you know supplies." So he's been yes, and that you know, was directed at that Secretary of Defense yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You have starved us of the things that we need. But my thing is like, I don't understand. I thought you were like private mercenaries. So then Russia also gives you. Well, I'm sure ammunition. everybody needs. Equipment. I yeah. know, but I just I didn't know that they got it from the government. I would think maybe they have to buy it. I don't know exactly how that works. I don't know how Blackwater worked. Like, did the government supply them with arms? I, I'm sure. I, I don't know. You think so? Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, that I'm sure. Works. Like, you know, I would we so. supply the think- Ukraine with arms. Like, you got to get supplies in there. So I'm sure he was saying, like, yo, we're out here doing your bidding, and yeah, we have our stuff, and we're kicking ass, but you got to send some goddamn ammunition yeah. to us. Yeah. Wasn't Blackwater Eric Prince, Betsy DeVos? That sounds right, yeah. That, that's, oh, that was Because there was, like, was two on that was MSNBC or Fox News all the goddamn yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I think Americans were really surprised to learn that we were doing that in the beginning. It seemed right. kind of un-American, kind of like private prisons, you know? Like, well, why are we doing this? That, that, that doesn't seem right. But then it just sort of happens, and you're like, okay, well... I guess we live in a country now where we have private armies um, and private prisons, and it mm-hmm. just sort of happens, and some people are mad about it, but it doesn't change, and you just get more of both as time goes on. But what's crazy, too, is in this guy's videos, I mean, the people behind him are cheering. They're not waving the Russian flag. They're waving this Wagner, Wagner flag for the mercenary. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't read anything about it, so I'd have to – why would that guy take a deal to go to Belarus? It doesn't make sense If to he me. thought he could kick his ass. If he, I mean, if the Russian army is so bad, you already took over a Russian city. Right. Why are you stopping? I don't understand it. Someone can explain it to me, hopefully, on I'm Twitch. That, probably it, something. I looked for – I literally – But, I mean, he knows Putin. Like, he couldn't have surprised him. Like, all those things that you'd think that would be in a movie, like, I've got your grandmother. Yeah. Like, he knows that's coming before you go take over a Russian city. Right. I mean, it's Putin. It's not like... If I tried to take over Putin, I think there'd be a call at some point where he's like, I got your kids. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's what he... Yes. Like, yeah, this is coming, man. He knows my... He's got my face recognition because I right. did that thing that made my face look old. And, and that kid's did. thing is probably just a start. Yeah, exactly. You know, I went to having your father's back and I'm going to kill him again in front of you. Like, <laughs> it, you know, there's no stopping the guy, right? I mean, we know that. Like, whatever he could do to get... So... If you take over a Russian city, I feel like you 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 got to be all in and know what you're doing. So this is the deal. Okay, so Prigozhin, that's the guy in charge of this group. It says his march began Friday and ended the next day when a deal was brokered by Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko. Under the deal, Prigozhin would go to Belarus and neither he nor his troops would face treason or other charges. Yeah, why do they care? Russia's RIA Novatsi State News Agency, however, cited unidentified sources in the prosecutor general's office as saying the criminal case against Progozin has not been closed. So that's exactly what we're speculating. Like, sure, this Lukashenko guy claims that he's brokered this deal and they're going to keep him over here and they won't be treason and they'll stop fighting with you. But I would still be worried that Putin is going to come after you. Especially yeah, why would that guy be like, oh, you won't charge us with treason? You know you're getting to like. You know you're getting it. You were his protege. Like, right, you know right. And you, are, you attacked a city. Yeah. Like, you know what the outcome is here, right? Yeah. There's so, a, so you unless at some point during attacking that city, Putin showed some sort of military muscle that was like, hey, you thought you knew everything, but you don't. I seriously would kill all you people. My That's own- the only thing you can think, because this guy clearly surrendered, right? Yes. After saying he's, we kicked your ass... And having we'll public stop. support beyond, you know, behind him. Yeah, Lukashenko says, well, I'll go here. That'll be the deal. But my, my, my theory is they, the, the mercenary group, uh, Wagner group, is 50,000 strong, mm-hmm. somewhere around 50,000 troops. 
All we hear on the news well, they here. They got a lot more in Africa, too. They have like contracts. Right. All over and the world. that's a big part of this. That's a big part. They've of got that. all this stuff, Lane, that they took over in Africa, Africa to mine for precious metals and stuff. Like $500 million it's a contracts. Huge, huge moneymaker. And these guys are all in charge of it. So maybe Putin's like, look, I, I can't lose 50,000 of my best troops that aren't even my troops, but they've fought further into Ukraine than my troops have. I can't have them turn against me because we are desperate for men. And also, we've got all this money coming in from Africa that this guy basically facilitated mm-hmm. or did facilitate, and we need that. I, I get all that, but I right. still don't understand why this guy, who has all the money, took over a city. His troops are better than right. the Russian ones. Why is he like, yeah, I'll just go to Belarus? I don't get it either. Like you, If it. you wouldn't have attacked anyone, you wouldn't have to go to Belarus. Yep. 120 miles away, too. Like, you were there. Yep. Like, you were there. You were Something right must have happened. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I saw those roads being dug up by big backhoes. Is that Putin digging those roads up to make that's sure they don't heard, come to yeah. Moscow? Because yeah. that's what it looked like. Yeah. 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 Camp the roads. And I thought, well, you know, what, what would that look like if they say, we're going to, what, are you going to? Take your vehicles that can get around that stuff, and then everyone else is on foot, and you're just marching into Moscow. i got to think that even if Putin's military is decimated or whatever, it's still Russia, okay? They've got something that they can strike 50,000 guys walking down the street. Regardless, it's a bad look, right? Well, that's what they keep saying. It's well, a bad now look maybe, him, I don't him know. look weak. It, I don't know. That's the big news. Is here. it? Is that what it is? That's what they keep saying. This has made Putin look weak, and now hiding. other people around him are worried. Yeah, but also he made that guy move job. to Belarus. Like, does that make him look strong? I'm like, hey, this is a contracted army that turned on us and that dude's in belarus like you know what i mean like he's not i think we got the city back i thought it'd be like he shouldn't have to deal with that in the first place right and why are they all turning i get it but he did did he win and why didn't he kill the guy right i mean he would win he won so and but why didn't he kill the guy and lukashenko's the one coming over saying hide over here which i don't understand lukashenko is just putin's puppet from what they tell us here in the news right Mm -hmm. i mean he's there because Putin allows him to be there. Mm-hmm. That's all that dictatorship right. is. And uh, I don't understand why he, if someone was turning against his his guy, why he would say, hey, I'll hide him right. None of it sounds right. Something's happening. In, there in, was people on Twitch saying that's all a ruse. That what is? Oh, it's like misdirection. Yeah, that, that, that Russia and Ukraine. this place are moving troops to places where people don't want them. Mm. Well, Ukraine apparently took this time to take back a bunch of their own land because they said, well, this was going on in Russia. Essentially, they had these easy targets. And didn't they take back over? Ukraine like, started their counteroffensive not long ago. Yeah. And they started taking over. Yeah, they, they took over several places. They got a lot of their land back from these troops because the troops were disorganized, worried about what was going on in Moscow, apparently. So I guess I don't understand. And that doesn't mean it. I'm right. I don't understand yeah, I don't how understand it's a ruse. Either. What does that do? Uh, what does that accomplish for the Russians? I'm curious. Well, I think what they were saying on Twitch is some of our listeners were that they like the U.S. and other people have certain places where you can't move troops or they don't want you to or it would be yeah, yeah. an act of aggression. Yeah. And this is just misdirection so that you look, you look over here. Well, we move some nukes over Slide here or whatever. Right? Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's true or not. but My, my left hand is doing nothing. Everything is going right. on over here. Uh, yeah, that could be. I'm, I'm very interested in the this other part thing. doesn't really make sense. If that was that guy, just go take over Moscow, whatever. Right. Either you try and die. Or you you give up and surrender. But the fact that he went to Belarus and they're saying we're not going to charge any of these people with treason, is it because they need the troops? Is it because Putin is that desperate? I mean, over 50,000 people and then all that money in Africa. The media here makes it seem like that stuff in Africa is really important well, to this whole story. There's more to the deal than we don't know. I think right. we can all agree on that. Yes, yes more of, the deal course, we don't know. of course. And the media here seems to think that those African deals are a huge reason why that guy's still alive. Because he's in charge of those people. They're loyal to him. And they make a lot of money. I mean, you said, Snowcone, you saw numbers. I didn't see yeah, it. was $500 million from Africa alone. Oh, I thought it was that's, more that's than some that. Some podcast I heard said that. Okay, because that got, was just from the African And that goes contract. to Russia? Yep, it goes to these oligarchs. Yeah. 
They, they took this land, and I guess a lot of countries have been going to Africa and claiming different parts of it for themselves, like the old colonial yeah, days. Yeah, they get hired by the Saying, people to, yeah. yeah. We're going to get, we need Civil this stuff for iPhones or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to. No, I get it. I just didn't know if was that going to Putin or is that going to Russian oligarchs? It goes uh, to both. So what I've read is that Putin allows these oligarchs to stay rich, for a, for a cut. which keeps them happy, and then he takes a cut, which keeps him rich, and as long as they are getting their money, he can stay in power. That that's how it works. That's what America that's means. But these Blackwater guys yeah. are doing all the work? Well, they were doing a lot of work according to their like, leaders. Well, I, I mean, it makes no now less sense. Why didn't that guy just go take Moscow and take the whole thing? Yeah, I don't know if he had the Like, you already took or... over a city. You could clearly said you could kick their ass. Why are you going to Belarus? To hide. Or, to hide, or even not hide, but yeah. just to be like, leave me alone. When you could have gone 150 more miles, and now you could be Putin, and your army's better than his. Yeah, there's there's stuff we don't know. Yeah, something happened. For sure, there's stuff we don't know. All right, so that was your Russia update, Lazo. I have no now, idea what we just talked about. Now you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, you know what uh, the American media I really have no idea. Is. Well, you know something happened in Russia. Something. Yeah, and you know that there's this Wagner group, and they tried to take over Moscow, sort of, but didn't really. And now something shady's going on, and all the headlines say Putin is on shaky ground and looks weak. I don't totally understand why that is, but you know what? I'm not a smart person, and I don't know how that stuff works. I just read the headlines. What Biden say? I didn't see Biden say anything yet. Did you? Has he talked about it? I know people hate him, and I get it. Back and forth. But if there's one thing, the dude's pretty smart when it comes to foreign military affairs. Like he knows what he's talking about. He's been involved in. And even say he can't spit it out. He like before the you know the Iraq War and all those other things. He was like, "This is what's going to happen." Yeah. And people are like, "No." He's like, "No, seriously." And they did. Like, he basically said the whole thing. Well, he was planning for months for the Russian invasion. When everyone else said it's not going to happen, yep. he set up all the back channels of the UN. Yep. Oh, and it's a big, big reason why the, their war hasn't gone right. so well for him. Oh, dude, it's going to be his legacy. Whether his he legacy. serves one term or two, everything I hear is that the Ukraine will be his legacy. Set up the UN because the fact that they were able to stop Russia. No one has fought back against Putin since Bush. You know, when Putin went to Georgia, whenever that was, and then Mm -hmm. he took over, what was the other area? We didn't do anything about it. Crimea. We didn't do anything about it. We were busy fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq, and Putin realized that and said, I can just do this stuff. Maybe even get the old Soviet Union back together. And then suddenly Mm -hmm. Biden is sending arms to Ukraine like, not this time. We're going to fight back. And also Putin last week, was it last week, called uh, uh, the president of China, what's his name? Xi Xi Jinping, right? That's the president. Called him a dictator? Just uh, mm. at a press conference, called him a dictator. China was furious. Mm. I was like, yeah, that's kind of, that's Biden. Right, yeah. I feel like that's Biden, and I'm, I'm fine with that. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! Doom scroll. All right, Brian Koberger, <clears throat> Snow Cone, this is your area of expertise. So, Brian Koberger the suspected murder of all those kids in Idaho, obviously has said that he is innocent, entered a plea of not guilty. And they had all this DNA evidence that came out last week, and they said, hey, we swabbed his cheek. The DNA evidence matches the sheath at the crime scene. It's obviously him. But his lawyers are arguing and saying that the prosecution is not giving them everything they need to mount a proper defense. How did they get this DNA? I guess they used genealogical DNA to figure out who he was, which is all the rage now. Right. Everybody's doing it. I don't know if that woman was involved, the genealogy detective or not, but that's what they used. And the defense says, we need this information. If we don't have this information, it's not a fair trial. He shouldn't be charged. A legal battle over evidence playing out between Brian Koberger, working to clear his name in the murder of four University of Idaho students. In new court documents, Koberger's attorney accusing the state of hiding its entire case by seeking to protect information about the genetic genealogy investigation they say led them to Koberger. 
The state here is using a relatively new kind of DNA technology. So this is exactly the kind of thing the defense will argue that they need, because if this is emerging technology, they need all the facts they can if they're going to challenge it. Okay, Snowcone, I know you're real interested in the story. And a lot of people are, it's a big national story. But once he was arrested, we're seeing him in court in the orange jumpsuit. I'm kind of like, they've got his DNA. This is over. The only way this story becomes super interesting again is if he finds a way to get it. Off. Right. Like if they say not guilty, then that would be crazy. But at this point, I'm like, okay, guys, you got his DNA. His own sister and family are like, oh, living right. across the country when he came home, like, I think he might have killed those people in Idaho. Like, come on. I don't see any way out of this. But hey, your lawyer's got him out of defense. Ozempic Wygovi. Every single day I see stories about right. Ozempic Wygovi. The big story recently was that these uh, pharmaceutical compounding companies, you know, where they make drugs for you okay so, i don't so, know what a compounding so a compounding is. i actually had a friend who worked at one that's what he did but they make prescription drugs for you okay so they, they call they them take, compounding it's a compounding pharmacy i think is what it's okay. called or a compound pharmacy someone can correct me on twitch and apparently these places were trying to do um ozempic type drugs what's that drug called that's in it slagovi or whatever it is okay. that's a secret ingredient well the uh company who owns wygovi and ozempic said yo 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 this is still trademarked. You can't do this. You know, the rules in America is that once we get something out and it's available to the public, we have so many years before right. you're allowed to make generic. So stop. And doctors were warning that you don't know exactly what the stuff is that you're injecting. A lot of these places I wouldn't trust. So stay away from it. Well, some people are scared of shots. They don't want to give themselves shots. They have needle phobia or whatever, right. but they want Ozempic. They want right. Ogobi. So now the race is on, Laszlo. They already have it. What? That type of drug in a pill form they do i saw a commercial for it the other day oh well they, today this morning they right ballast or something this morning they said the big race is to make it in pill maybe, form. Form. Well, maybe this is it govi both wildly popular for helping people shed pounds quickly they require an injection though however there could be an option soon for those same drugs and others without any shots and it'll likely mean lower costs 100 percent. i mean it's a game changer when you think about the fact that the majority of americans are overweight or obese we're talking about a huge market here the injections themselves have been wildly popular but there are many people who are either needle phobic, so they really cancels, or they just would much prefer a pill. So now we're going to be opening up access to many more people. So the headlines today, I'll say Ozempic weight loss pills may be on the way. The pill version of it's called semaglutide. That's the secret this ingredient. Is it, yeah. Was shown to be effective for weight <clears throat> loss. So someone else is already doing it? I thought this was patented. I thought they had to make it. Very confusing. So if I look up the semaglutide, right, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on Wiki, let me see. I know it has. I saw it the other day on a commercial. Maybe I'm wrong. I could this stupid. whole thing is a watershed moment. It's like the cure for baldness. You know, someday they'll have that and it'll be easy and you can just take a pill or put something on your head. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, the two big things were we need to find an easy way to lose weight. Yeah. And we need, you know, it's vanity stuff. And you knew what would happen someday. I feel like this is it. Ozempic seems like it is the, the magic, the it's magic, magic shot. Yeah. Waiting for. It is because I mean, people are taking it and they're losing a lot of weight. This isn't like if you follow these instructions and you exercise this much and it can help add 2% to your weight loss. People are talking about taking this stuff in a couple of months, losing 15, 25 pounds because they're not as hungry. They don't turn to food as often. So to me, this is definitely a, a huge moment, especially for America mm -hmm. where we've got, uh, you know, an obesity epidemic. So they say, mm -hmm. I just say we're well fed, you know, like in the old it times. It says this, this is what it says. It says semaglutide, semaglutide, semaglutide sold under the brand names Ozempic, Wagovi and Ribelsis. Oh, I've not heard of Ribelsis. And Ribelsis is pill form, I think. 
Oh, I've never heard of ride belts. Well, I don't know, but I must be wrong because you're saying there's a race for it. Let's see. Uh, This is a different article. I just looked up. uh, I clicked through here. How do you spell ribelsis? R-Y-B-E-L? Yeah. Ribelsis. Yeah, ribelsis. How'd you say it? Okay, ribelsis is the pill pill version of semeglutide, the active ingredient that helps patients lose weight. So doesn't it already exist then? uh, It's already approved for those with type 2 diabetes. A new study published in The Lancet highlighted that a higher dose of the pill also worked for weight loss in those without diabetes. Researchers looked at nearly 700 patients um, with overweight or obesity for over a year and found that it lowered their body weight an average of 15%. Nearly 70% of those who took the pill achieved at least 10% reduction in body weight. Additionally, over three times the number of people taking the drug achieved 5% reduction, a generally accepted baseline for clinically meaningful weight loss. So maybe this is what they're saying. Maybe they're saying this is on the way. But it's are, already here. Are they? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they've certainly been giving it to people. Is that just a, are they testing it on people, or can you get it now? You can get it. I mean, there's a commercial for it on TV. It says, while Govi and Ozempic are typically injected once a week, researchers noted that one daily pill would increase the options for those struggling with obesity. I don't understand. You just talked about this pill and how it helps you lose weight, and now you're saying if it happens, it would increase the options for those struggling. Is it just not available to the general public yet? Are they no. not allowed to prescribe it for weight loss? Because I'm just looking at it. Ribalsis is a prescription medicine for adults with type 2 diabetes. Right. Along with diet and exercise may improve blood sugar, blah, 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 blah. So are they not yet? Which is that what, that's what Ozempic was. Right, but they were allowed to uh, prescribe it off-label. Does it have no. to be a certain thing to be prescribed off-label? Like, are there certain things you're not allowed to prescribe off-label uses? I don't know. I have no idea, but you're right. It's talking about this pill. It's the same thing. It's the it same works. ingredient. Yeah, semaglutide, and it says you have to take more of it than taking a shot, but people lost weight. I'm looking at a bottle of it right here. Ribelsis, 7 milligrams. Semaglutide tablets, once daily, oral use only. So I don't know. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe that's about to become available to the public. The, they can't keep up with the manufacturing, they said. The company that makes Ozempic and Wygovi are trying to ma- manufacture stuff as fast as they can. Of course they are. We all thought about the day that someone comes out with a pill mm-hmm. to lose weight that actually works or a pill to grow your hair. I mean, out. I'm looking at the Ribalsis site right now. It says pay as little as 10 bucks. But Check out these three ways. Yeah, it's definitely approved for type 2 diabetes. Can they not prescribe it off-label for weight loss? Maybe that's what they're saying. I don't know. All the headlines. But they prescribe Ozempic. Off label. And that's for right. type 2 diabetes. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That's the same ingredient. I know. That's what I'm saying. Are you allowed to prescribe certain things off label and not other things? That's, I don't understand either, Lazo, because every headline says new pill form uh, could be on the way, could be a game changer. Another one, pill form of Ozempic is on the horizon. That's the New York Times from just a few hours ago. So, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. Mean, I guess maybe <clears throat> maybe it's not the same thing, but I just remember like it is. there was a commercial for it last night as I was watching one of your death shows. Yeah. And so probably uh, it's definitely available for type 2 diabetes. Maybe they're saying we're going to start prescribing it off-label for right. weight loss. I don't know. Okay, that submersible that imploded, right? That's all we talked about last week. The whole time you're like, where's James Cameron? Doesn't he have a thing that can go down there? I know I've seen him in like a yellow submarine looking at the Titanic, right? Am I dreaming this? Is it a Mandela moment? But I never saw James Cameron on TV. Well, now James Cameron is doing interviews, and he says that when that thing went down, he knew immediately when he heard the story that they got to a certain depth and lost contact, he knew it imploded. He knew it. He also said he did not like this vessel at all. Mm. He thinks that the tourism stuff is fine and it's good, but it needs to have oversight. He said uh, he went down many times, I guess, in Russian submersibles. He said even the Russian submersibles every five years have to be recertified and updated. He also said that the material used to build that thing, what was it called, the Titan? 
Yeah. Should, yeah. Have, should have never been used. He basically said, I would have never gotten on that thing. Which is funny because when I saw the story about it originally, I was like, oh, that's probably James Cameron's thing, right? Is that's that the thing he got on? Right? Yeah. You just think, like, oh, people are riding that on James thing, Cameron. Yeah, because yeah, he does it so much. So the guy who discovered <clears throat> the Titanic, Bob something, he found it years ago, like in the 80s. Yeah. And James Cameron are all doing, are both doing interviews now talking about how they talked to each other when this news story broke. And they both said, it's over. It imploded. They're dead. But... He said, I did not want to talk to the media and speculate about that, even though I felt bad for the families because they were being taken on this horrible ride of, hey, there's banging in the water. You know, they're imagining that their families might be trapped in the Titanic or trapped at the bottom. He's like, and part of me wanted to tell them, like, look, they're dead. I promise right. you. But he just felt like it's, it's not my place to do that. I'll talk about it when it's over. You know, it's, it's, it's all just engineering. And these are understood and known problems. The last thing somebody should be thinking about when they get into a sub to pay to go to go deep, they shouldn't have to worry about the sub that they're in. It, this is just engineering, and it's the 21st century. If you think about when when these uh, when we first started diving deep back in the 60s, the time between then and now is greater than the time between Orville Wright at, uh, and Wilbur Wright at Kitty Hawk and the flight of the first 747. That's that's the amount yeah. of time that we've had to improve our understanding of material science and safety protocols and so on. There is no excuse for what happened here, and I, I find it appalling and tragic. I mean, that's what he keeps saying in all these yeah. interviews. Like that, he's basically saying, mm-hmm. "I think it was a piece of junk. The people doing it should have never been doing it." Right. And you know, I guess it's, it is kind of crazy that everyone's like, "Where's James Cameron?" But honestly, didn't you think that when you saw the story originally? Like, why can't he go get them? I don't understand what's going no, on. No, I no no. I hate to be like that guy who just says no to everything you say, but I would in my head I just assumed all that was fake with James Cameron. I didn't. You never saw him going down there looking at. No, stuff? I just thought oh. it was you know CGI, oh. whatever. You know, I, I no. While I love the movie, I never dug too deep into what he was actually doing to film it or well, it go was down years, there and years look. Later, I had no idea. I think it was like 2000-something when he built that thing to go down there and actually look at it. He took many trips down there. But, I mean, he's just been absolutely lampooning these people, talking about how bad this whole operation was, how bad the vessel was, and just saying there's there's no excuse because there are plenty of people that have submersibles that are capable, of this, right. they could do this, that are safe. When they know how to make a safe one, they chose not to. And uh, he said, I had no idea that he knew how to do all this. It's crazy. I mean, he's Right, it would be like guy. me saying, like, you know, hey, they built a flying... I would have thought in the same vein, like... Hey, they built a flying suit and someone crashed. They're like, well, somebody should ask Robert Downey Jr. Right, get the rocket. I'd be like, room. no, I, I just, I don't think that was real. <laughs> right, right. right. In my head, that's why I didn't think. I he knew that he was. I knew it. he was obsessed with it. I've seen the videos of him going down there. There's been, you know, specials about him going right. down there, looking at the wreckage, taking pictures. So that's, and I think you know, a lot of people were curious when that thing went down. If it's down there, why is it taking so long? And Cameron talked about that. He's like, it took days. He's like, I knew, I don't know why he said this, but he said, I knew as soon as they said the French were coming, I knew that they were going to find it immediately, that they would know exactly where to look and they would okay. find it, and they did. So I don't know, maybe the French are really good at this, but anyway, uh, he's not against the adventure tourism or whatever, but a lot of people now are saying, maybe we should take a whole new look at adventure tourism. Investigators still are working to determine what exactly caused the implosion of a submersible making a deep dive to visit the wreck of the Titanic. Officials have now begun interviews of the crew and relatives of the victims aboard that vessel. Meanwhile, the tragic death of the five people aboard that 22-foot submersible is raising fresh questions about the risks of extreme tourist expeditions from the sea to space. All right, so, you know, of course, now they're talking about space because we've got Bezos 
putting right. celebrities in rockets, and should we be allowing that? You know, when it comes to a lot of that stuff, I do become a libertarian a little bit. Uh, you know, if, if Jeff Bezos was charging William Shatner to get on that rocket and go up there, then it might be a little different. Okay, maybe there needs to be some regulations. You're making money doing this. But if Jeff Bezos says, hey, Captain Kirk, do you want to get on this thing and go up to space? I'm okay with that. You right, know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, ha- I don't need the government to check it to make sure it's safe. William Shatner should know that this is some dude's rocket that he built and the government had nothing to do with it. And if you want to get in it, you can. Once it becomes a business and you're charging $200,000 a ticket, then it's like, hey, I understand it's still risky, but let's have some oversight like Cameron was saying. It shouldn't be as risky as this thing was, according to him. Yeah, there okay. needs to be more oversight. And, I, you know, it's just like the amusement park thing that you talked about last week. I know. There's a, right. You want to build the tallest water slide? Make sure that it's safe if you're going to charge people to go but on. But you it. wouldn't have a problem with Jeff Bezos just saying, I built a rocket and you can fly with me to... If he's not charging for it, no. Then it's fine. Yeah. I mean, if it, was, if it was putting other people's lives at risk that weren't interested in this thing, then right. I might say no. But if he just says, hey, we're going to go to the desert and fly this thing up to the edge of space, do you want to go? I think you should be allowed to do that. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Right? What do you think? Uh... I guess I haven't formulated an opinion. It feels like maybe there should be oversight on if you're if they're <clears> selling space vehicles yeah, or airplanes. What if it was just an airplane? If it's his you know, airplane, like, hey, I built an airplane. I guess you wouldn't get in trouble. I said yeah. if I told you, hey, I built an airplane. You want to fly with me to Miami? And you're like, yeah. And yeah. then we crashed it. I yeah. guess it's not a big deal. Yeah, as long as you're not charging me for right. tickets, then I'm okay with it. And real quick, I know we got to take a break, but politics. Did you see the new polls Mm-mm. for the Republicans? Mm-mm. Well, you know, Trump was indicted. Well, first he had the thing with the woman, uh, what's her name, Jean Carroll or something? E. Jean Carroll. Huh? Yeah. E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Carroll, is that what it was? So, right, he loses that, uh, got fined some money. We all learned about the mall story where he allegedly uh, molested her there. Then he got indicted, right, mm-hmm. for the uh, document scandal, the classified stuff. Everyone was like, well, what's this going to do to his polls? I think Lazo said it's going to help. I think we all said it's probably going to help. Because they're going to see this as, you know, he's right. a martyr. Look at him. They're going after him. It helped quite a bit. Trump is up in the polls a lot yeah. this week. And I mean, you know, his biggest rival, I guess, is Meatball Ron. And Meatball Ron is way down there. In the Republican race for president, it has only helped Donald Trump. Our poll shows that Donald Trump has a 29-point oh, yeah. lead over Ron DeSantis and the rest of the Republican field. Former Vice President Mike Pence is at 7%. You end up having former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie at 5%. And former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley at 4%. I mean, there you go. How, he he's going to be the candidate, right? Well, I mean, it's early. Yeah, I mean, it is early, but God, damn, I mean, look, I mean, of course, I do. I think so, yeah, but you know, I don't know who the Republicans could throw in there to stop him. He's beating him out, right? Well, you know, everyone and talks more, about as Ron. His polls keep getting higher and higher. More Republicans will just fall in line. Yeah, and everyone talked about Meatball Ron being the guy. You know, oh, people love him. Right. Florida voted for him overwhelmingly right. to get reelected. He's the new Republican leader. Yeah, no. We get Trump out of there. And boy, that did not work. Also, mm. Meatball Ron did not like take Trump head on. If you're gonna have any chance at all, yeah, you gotta start calling not, him a yeah, loser. You, can't be, yeah. you gotta start calling him a loser and a criminal and whatever else. You gotta go after him. Like, hey, if you're gonna steal stuff, do a better job hiding it. Right. You think I never broke the law? I just don't get arrested for it. You right. know, whatever it takes to be a Republican. No, really. Like, you know how you said, you know. Do you like your soldiers not to get captured? Exactly. Right, I like my presidents not to get caught. Not to get indicted. Yes, right. exactly. I mean, you know, say that stuff. So, and then you look at those polls, and I mean, yeah, they're way down there, but Pence in third place? Like, who are these Pence people? And then right below him is Chris Christie. Chris Christie, I can see. Only because I, time. Only because I don't 
totally hate Chris Christie. I don't know. <laughs> He's done stuff that blocking the bridge is so petty and stupid. And I kind of like it. Politi- I mean, of course, I, but it was a tragedy. Exactly. What happened went wrong. It was dumb. Like I get right. it. You're like, damn. I kind of like your idea there, but you didn't think it through, and people died. If you, I know that makes me sound horrible, but if nobody would have died, I'd been like, yeah, that is a complete dick move. If you were governor. And I was your right-hand man, New Jersey, and that all happened, and you were like, what should we do? And we're like, let's block the bridge. Mm -hmm. I would totally do it with you. Yeah, of course. But, and I'd be excited about it, but the thing is, I wouldn't have aspirations after that, hopefully, to go run for president. Be like, I'm just this... Well, if it worked, you would. Well, if it The problem is it didn't. Yeah, no, that's true. I guess you're right. If if people loved it, then, you know, great. This is what we need. Like you said, there's plenty of time. You seem to think that it sounds like what you're saying is that time could change these polls to where Trump is not the leader. Of the of the well, I think it has. They have to get somebody in there soon, because, like I said, somebody yes, else. I think somebody could stop him, but they don't know who it is. And if he keeps gaining momentum, anybody who's like we saw the other times, anybody who stands against him will fall in line because they want to win. Yeah, and so it's all about winning. And if Trump looks like he's you know Thanos, then they will fall in line. I agree. So you think it takes someone else, no one that's in there right now. No one now. that's in there now. There's got to be somebody people. who's going to jump in and be like, now, F this guy. Mitt Romney. And they don't have it. No. Not Mitt Romney. It's not Liz Cheney. No. It's got to be somebody that those people who voted for Obama and then voted for Trump like. You know, you got to appeal to that crowd. Yeah, but you're probably too soft in the primary. It's got to be somebody super strong in the primary. Like tough. Who can go after him. Yeah. But I don't, no, know. I don't know who that is. Right. There's not someone you don't have someone in mind where you're like, that person could do. It. I guess maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not allowed. If he were if he were allowed, he might be able to do it. You know what I mean? I don't know who else. It's funny. Arnold Schwarzenegger He's the only person I can think of. Right. That might be able to do it. But Constitution says no chance. Right. So yeah, I can't think of, of some sort. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I, I was uh, thinking. What are you thinking about, buddy? You're you're single. I am. You have your kids half the time. I do. And the other half the time, you know, you stay busy, watch sports. Sure. Maybe I gamble on sports, whatever. But I was reading this thing, and it made me curious. I thought, well, you know, I know a lot about Laszlo, but I don't know if I know the answer to this one. Hmm. They they did this research to talk to people about who they share their secrets with. So, like, uh, obviously, everyone knows if you're in a relationship with someone for a long time, part of the thing that makes breaking up difficult or tragic is that that person knows a lot of dirt about you. Sure. You may have told them that you hate your boss. You may have told them that you actually hate your best friend. You may have told them all kinds of things, all kinds of dirt. And depending on the person, you might be worried that they're going to share that dirt. Now, it turns out men and women share their secrets with different people. So if you have a secret, Something maybe you're embarrassed about. I don't know, Snow Cone. Here, we don't really have secrets because of this show. We mm-hmm. need content. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, if you weren't on the radio and that thing happened to your penis, mm-hmm. right, and you're sitting there in the waiting room and the person that you just talked to at the Minute Clinic said, race to the urologist, your penis is about to explode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting in that waiting room, who would you tell? Well, I mean, I, I told you. You told me, right? Yeah, I think you're the only one. So you texted me because you needed to tell someone. Yeah, I had to tell someone. Part, part of you is thinking, I don't know what's going to happen, but I also, God, I wish I didn't have to tell someone. Because this is, you know. Well, yeah, I wish it wasn't happening. Right, you wish it wasn't happening, and I, and I, I wish that this is something that I could just get through. But I'm not positive I can get through it, so I need to tell someone. Yeah. And then sometimes it's just therapeutic to tell someone your secrets, maybe something that's, you know, you're hiding, something that's bad. So men, it turns out, tell their secrets to their partners, okay, and their parents. Which I was thinking, I don't think I tell my secrets 
to my parents. Now, maybe over the years I told a few, but sure. Lazo has this really good relationship with his boys. And I thought, do they tell you their secrets, you think? Mm, probably not all of them. I, and who do they tell their secrets to? Now, they're close in age, so maybe they tell one another, but maybe not. Maybe I don't they don't feel trust like they, each other. You know, Maybe, but I don't, I don't get the vibe that they do that a lot. So it says that men tell partner and parents. that Those are our secret holders. For women, they tell friends first, and right. then their siblings. Now, siblings, yes, I've definitely told my siblings secrets, but I talk to my siblings a lot. I'm guessing, Lazo, if you have a big thing that's bothering you, you don't text your sister. No. You wouldn't. She's not someone that you would tell. So let's say you had the thing that happened to Snow Cone. You get sent to the urologist. Your wings about to explode. You just wouldn't tell anybody. Well, I don't. Yeah, no, because my dick had a knot in it. It's I would just about go to, to the doctor. I'd probably right. tell you guys. Like when I got here, like hey, out. crazy thing. But okay, well, let's say you found out big news about something big that was going to happen at the company. Some, well, I tell you, it'd be interesting news. to you guys. Right. So, you, but you would tell us, or do you think you keep most of it to yourself? Well, if it affected you, then I would tell you. Yeah, I feel like you and I... I always tell you all this that stuff. We vault quite a bit. Sure. Sometimes that vault gets cracked in the middle of a segment on the air mm-hmm. three years later, and you're like, wow, I thought mm-hmm. I really thought that we had vaulted that. Mm-hmm. You know, Snow Cone's iPad, I'm sure he thought that that was vaulted. No, you pro- he never did. No, he might, did. Have, he might have asked at the time to vault it. I'm, I'm and, positive I did. And the vault has to mean something, or else you don't get any yeah, secrets. I take it very seriously. Right, but, you know, the relationship was over, okay. whatever. Well, I do. I've well, always upheld the vault with uh, the well, great esteem, sincerity. Yeah. Who do you think is the safest person you know to tell a secret to, Lazo? If you got something you need to tell or that you want to God. tell, God, you just pray about it. So you don't yeah. tell anybody. You don't go to anybody and tell them this is what's no. going on. No, I have to tell somebody. You just no. keep it all in. Yeah. Like, when, no. When you were married, you probably told a lot of secrets, right? No. No. To your own partner? Well, I don't know. Like, what are the secrets? Like, I don't know. Could like, be anything. Something that's you know going on at work that's bothering you, or someone that you don't like. Your boss is driving you crazy, or you did something that you shouldn't have done, and you're worried you're going to get in trouble for it if you get caught. You know, oops, I accidentally overpaid my myself with the bookkeeping, and maybe right. it wasn't so accidental. And I'm afraid they might be coming after me. Or I'm thinking about taking out that Brinks guy at the Seven Eleven. I can't get it off my mind. The coffee carafe. All right, tell. I guess I just I tell people to listen to this program. Right, that's what I'm saying. We just tell. I just it come here and share it. Yeah. So it says men are more likely to tell their secrets to a, a partner and then a parent, while women are more likely to confide in a friend and then a sibling. The th- the idea of telling parents secrets really freaks me out. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm a yeah. bad person. But my secrets all seem kind of gross. Or yeah, bad. I like, what I'm are your? Tell my parents. You know, like okay, uh, you say, oh my god, you wake up. And you're asleep in your car in a Taco Bell parking lot yeah. 15 miles from home. Been there. And you're like, oh, no. How did I get here? What happened? I lost my wallet. Who was I with? This is so embarrassing. You broke the law. You drove drunk. You did something stupid. And now may, you might even need help. You might need help finding your, right. your wallet or whatever it is. Who do you tell that to? I'm not telling my I'm parents not, I'm not that. I'm calling my mom. I'm not calling my mom and saying, Mom, I don't know what to do. I woke up in a Taco Bell parking lot. I feel hungover. And I'm 10 miles from home. I don't remember what happened last I night. I do remember when I told you wallet. about my paraphimosis, and I said, this is a vault. You can tell no one. You told me afterwards that you were called the suicide hotline because you had to tell someone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you called them. Yes. I had to tell somebody. <laughs> and you said I was not. I said, let me tell someone. I can't tell Brooke. I can't. He was like, no, you can't tell anyone. So I called the suicide hotline and said, I have to tell someone this. I know you're not allowed to tell anybody. But isn't this a crazy story? My what friend- was it? I called them and they said, you know, what's the issue? And I said, my friend 
had something wrong with his wiener. And then it got so big, he said it's the size of a donut. And the urgent care sent him to the urologist immediately, and they said his wiener might explode. <laughs> and he's like, and is this causing you stress? Is this? And I said, no, I just had to tell someone, and I'm not allowed to tell anybody, but I know you'll keep a secret. He's like, that's not what this is for, sir. And I was like, no. okay, thank you. But it, whew, somebody knows, you know. I don't know who Jeff is, but he knows now at least, and he doesn't know who you are. So that keeps your secret safe. He knows somewhere yeah, in I'm America. Fine with that. I'm Why did you want to keep that a secret? For women I in the future. I think for obvious you know. reasons. You know, really? Women, yeah, like, that was, like, it was just a medical condition with your wiener. Right, but... Yeah. He, well, it's not like, like anything bad, though. Like, I don't look at that as... Like, I look at it as painful. I get it. But it's not like, hey, Slim, I got to tell you something. I had my penis... I don't have a penis or yeah. something that would make people think worse of you. There's well, nothing no, like... I think it... I think it even though it wasn't an STD, it certainly sounds like it could be one. I don't want yes. that being. And they oh, also I never even thought it could be an STD. And they also say a lot of people would, um, and it wasn't. But I think like you still joke about how it could be one. Well, it's, no, it said online that it's caused from being dirty that you don't clean. Oh yeah, that's true. You didn't clean your wiener. That's so. what it said. That's what it says. We got a dirty also, wiener. Also, I think another reason to not tell it is that's part of it. Now, I guess women, you looked it up. I haven't. I didn't know it was from Dirty Wiener. Women now. <laughs> that's your new might, name, though, Dirty Wiener. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Women might think you have a dirty wiener. Also, if they saw a picture of that. They might think that you have a deformed genitals yeah, so, now. Well, you know? he's not showing a picture of it, and his wiener's fixed. No, I'm saying if you went online and looked that up and saw those pictures, women might be like, oh, they my might be God. What it looks like I now. didn't feel any weird. I came in and told you I thought I had an STD, and I went to my doctor, and I ended up not having one. I didn't like think that that was like... I had one. I came and told you first. I said, hey, I had to go to Planned Parenthood this morning, and they gave me three pills. I had some STD I've yeah. never heard of. They said it's gone. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that, that was that. But I have to tell you that because of well, our yours job. yours wasn't even an STD. Yours is just like a bent wiener from, you know, not cleaning it properly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what it's from. It's not a big deal. Sure, Look, allegedly. it's okay. Everybody gets dirty Allegedly. Sometimes. That's not... It's just you need to remember... It's not that. allegedly. It's about, it's about the circumcision and stuff. It's more about right. that. Getting because you didn't clean dirty. it. Okay, no, that's not... You have to clean so, it better when so you're not dirty. fully circumcised. We're not getting into this, all right? Well, we are into it. it so, it I mean, so it's like too it late. Stuck. Like, Fine, whatever. It's not dirty. It's not broken. It's not bent. It's fine. Well, it's fine now. Let me smell it. <laughs> so anyway, in this poll, 32% of people say their spouse or partner knows the most secrets about them, right? The largest number of their secrets. That makes sense. Your, your partner or your spouse. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. so when you were married, I assume your partner knew a lot of secrets about you. And sure. when you go to get a divorce, you're worried, is this person the kind of person mm. that's going to spill these secrets mm. to people I don't want these secrets mm. spilled to? You got them too. Or you just don't care about it? No, because you got them too. So like if we're going to go nuclear, you know, you like that's a sure. thing. Like what is oh, it? Oh, you've got like, them too. Yeah. We gotcha. just got, you know, here we go. Then if we're going to do it, then let's just go full on destruction. The mutually assured destruction. Right. Yeah. Then okay. 18% say a friend knows their most, the most secrets, and 11% of people claim they don't have any secrets. It even says in the article, sure. But 11% of people claim they don't have any, any secrets. So when it's broken down by gender, men are more likely to confide in a partner or a parent. Women are more likely to share secrets with a friend or a sibling. Women are also slightly more likely to confide in one of their children. Mm. That, I don't understand that at all, but I'm not a well, parent. Well, that could or, be... Because when we think of secrets, we think of them as horrible. Yeah, so there can be secrets that aren't you know that bad that you're like you know you tell your kid like hey I don't think that's I think it's what you're thinking about like oh I've got an STD like of course you don't confide in your kids or or I stole a million dollars from the company all your secrets yeah. are ones you wouldn't tell a kid but there's probably stuff that you could tell a kid right right that you could confide in your kid but anything that I think you could could confide in your kid is something that wouldn't be so bad if other mm -hmm. people knew it because why else would you tell your kid. So it's a weird thing to say you confide in your kid. Like, well, anything you're telling them 
can't be that bad. I guess someone could give me an example. I don't know. The break- well, maybe like, uh, well, you know, I don't know. There could be a million things, though. Like maybe, um, you know, you don't want to tell everybody that your mom's sick or something. But you're like, hey, you know, let me tell you something. Grandma's not feeling well or whatever, right? Yeah. But you don't want to like call it, like make this big thing about it with your friends or anybody else. So, you know, you talk to your kid. But I would think like family Things like that, depending on how old your kid is, obviously. Well, they linked in this article to a poll that was done. You know, like maybe it would even be like, you know, oh, you know, I'm a little bit worried about grandma. She's going to get tested for this, right? Okay. Like that'd be something you'd share that you wouldn't necessarily just be like, yo, snow cone, let me tell you about my mom. Okay. Right? You just wouldn't, you no, know? Okay. So they, they, they uh, had a link in this article to a, a survey that was done a little bit before this, but fairly recent. I spent your college money. <laughs> Where they said, who are I'm you? Pandora. Like, you don't tell everybody that, but he's got to know. Yeah. Uh, they they like, Where's that cotton? Like, yeah, boy. Oh, right. by the way, well, I'll get to this later. Remind me, you lost me some money, Lazo. I did? Uh, yeah. So, but well, this, I don't believe that. This poll, the way they worded it is, who are you most likely to talk to first when you have a personal problem? So this is not a secret like, Grandma, I want a bunch of money. We're going to be rich. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of secret. Who do you talk well, to first? You can tell your kid. Exactly. I won the lotto. Right. But this says... You tell when, them. You don't tell anybody else. But this says when you Whatever have you a personal do, problem. So a personal problem would not be one of those things. That's why right, I think I it's weird to tell you. a kid. Yeah. But so spouse or partner, 40% said that's the first person they go to. A parent is second with 12%. That's crazy to me. A child is third. Okay. Then... Uh, what, with good stuff? Oh, they didn't even put this in order. So never mind, because it's 40% right, for spouse or partner. You have a personal problem. Who do you go to first? Like personal problem. Just says, who are you most likely to talk to when you have Doesn't a personal problem? Doesn't just depend on the problem? Maybe, yeah, but you, you get the idea. Someone that you need to tell something. I tell you guys a lot of stuff that I don't tell I tell you guys people. a lot. Yeah. This is like a safe space. I hate to say that, but you know what I mean? Like right. when the cameras are on or whatever, and I got something, I'm going to be like, hey, guys. It's actually the most unsafe space ever. It, it is. But, but it's filled with sharing. Right. Yeah. It, we just, it's like, let me tell you that. something. like, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> So spouse Clean your wiener, dummy. <laughs> I just thought this was a safe space. Well, I mean, well, I'm not it, mad at it you. It turned out to be okay. Look, if his wiener had exploded, yeah. I might have tried to keep that a secret. That'd be a lot different. I might have had to try I and keep that a secret. I definitely would have told Brooke. His wiener exploded. The first day I was back, so I was like, we have to talk about it right now. Like It was the first thing he brought up. Yeah, I mean, we had to, though. What, I understand. Because, and I said, because I said you right, were right okay. away, I was like, listen, I understand we have because to. Because you were okay. And I'd never heard of such a thing. I didn't yeah. know it was a possibility. Yeah. It scared me. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Who do you go to first when you have a personal problem? Most people say spouse or partner. Next is a parent. Uh, then a friend. And then 5% of people say that they tell their kids. So, That's okay. So whatever. But... If you really have something, whatever it is, and you really need it vaulted. I mean, context really matters. Okay, right, so I'll, I'll give you an example. Right, I'll give you an right, example. One of my personal problems. Some of them I could tell my kids. I'm gonna There's give, no doubt about it. I'm going to give you an example. You were walking out of the 7-Eleven, and the Brinks guy left a bag sitting there, mm-hmm. and you picked up the bag and put it in your car without him noticing. Yeah. And then on the news later, they say they're looking for this Brinks bag. Mm-hmm. For, for whatever reason, you mm-hmm. feel like you need to tell someone I don't. this. I'm saying. I know. I feel like it. I don't. But who who no could one. you tell? All right, let's say let's say you needed help somehow. Maybe you. If you needed help with it to make it to make the getaway possible, you, maybe they were going to come to your house and you needed to hide it yeah. somewhere else, and you needed to tell someone, "Can you come hold this money?" Who would you ask? You. Okay. Yeah, I think that's especially for these illegal problems. I hit someone on a scooter and I don't think they're alive anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to bury this body. You know, those are who big do you ones. Call? Probably you and my brother. 
I, I feel like I trust both of you, and I feel like it could be a good three-person job. I don't want you to be half responsible when we go to court. Just a quarter? Yeah, like a third or a quarter would be better. <laughs> you know, like, oh, he showed up. Uh, he said we shouldn't be doing this. And like, okay, you get probation. But right. if it's just you and me and we bury the body, I feel like we're both going to be in an equal amount of trouble. And I don't want that for you. So I bring a couple people in that I can trust. I bring my lawyer brother. All right. And I bring you. I know you don't want me to bring you. I'm sorry, though. No, I do want you to bring me. I don't want you to bring your lawyer brother. You don't? He no. Can help. I like your lawyer brother. And you're right. He can't help. But now it's just too many people. Because then he's going to be like, I did this thing. I got to tell someone. That's what we're talking about. That's why you said, who do I tell? No one. Yeah. Because now you told me that I feel like I got to tell someone. Your brother feels like he's got to tell someone. So that's at least at minimum six people who know that you killed somebody on a scooter. Yeah. I don't. That's too many. Because then they feel like they need to tell someone. I got you. It's too much. Just shut your mouth and bury the body. I get it. I get it. The more people you have, it's exponentially more risky. But then the final question is, who knows you the best? Who knows you the best? 41% of people said it was their partner. That's the most popular answer. But men were more likely to say that. 11% of women said it's a child that knows them best. And when I thought about it, I, this is going to sound dumb. I, I thought, I don't know how many people really know me. Yeah, no, I was thinking that too. Like, I, don't, I don't think I tell a lot of people like what I'm actually thinking and what, uh, you know, what actually motivates me and what's going on in my mind. I don't, I don't think I tell a lot of right. people. Do, do you know what I mean? No, yeah, I Do you feel I that too? Like, so yeah. like, if I say someone knows me best, I'm like, they still don't know me that well. They know me better than the rest, I guess. So who would you say? Right. Your ex might know you the best. No. No, you don't think so? Mm-hmm. So your kids know you the best now. Maybe, yeah. Or right? you, to be honest. Yeah. You know, or, you know, Scott, the best man at my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. You talk you to guys. him regularly. Yeah. You know what? That's a good answer, too. Chalen, even though he, I talk to him basically every day. I don't talk day, to him that much, but he knows me. But he's me. known me for years. He knows me. Not only I'm, that, he knows the kind of person I am. Exactly. So, like, there's nothing. He knows. If I did something that surprised him, there would be something out of character. Yep. And if I tried to but, change who I was and put on a new yeah, face in my know. 20s, he knows what I was like before yeah. that. So, yeah, those childhood friends probably know about Snow Cone. I think it's got to be you. Me? Yeah, you're the person I, I know a lot about you. You know a lot about a me. A lot. There are so many and things. And vice versa. Yeah, but man, there's so many things I know about you. Yeah, you're the person I know. But I don't know. So good. I think you know most of it. Yeah, probably. But it's good stuff. I, I mean, if you just pay, pay attention over the years, <laughs> he's a storyteller, man. He's, I got a lot on you, too. Stop saying it like that. Oh, I'm just saying I did I say it was bad? You're yeah, you're saying, saying it like, you know, like you got something. Like, yeah, oh, you're, about, no. you're about to blackmail me. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, I, you, you you tell me what's going on, and you you lead a full life. I'll say that. He does? Yeah, he's got all kinds of adventures like right and all now? kinds of like stuff. Like, you doing stuff I, now? As far as I know, it never stops. The guy, <laughs> I, I mean, I couldn't keep up with him. I finally had to stop because I was waking up on, you know, bar floors at 5 a.m. or whatever <laughs> and handcuffs. I couldn't handle it. So, But he can I'm not calling you yeah. a drunk either. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, when you your almost explode, you start, you know, live for the moment. Exactly. And you, <laughs> make, you make a lot of friends quickly. You know a lot of people. You introduce us to a lot of people. You're kind of a man about town, you know? I'm just saying. Okay. And I do know a lot of bad stuff about <laughs> you. A lot of bad stuff. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Yeah, that surprises me that your girlfriend can't use a thermostat because, boy, she twists a knob. <laughs> So now you're doing the offensive jokes. I like it. I like it. Yes, I don't know. She, has, she texts me. She's like, hey, you need to turn the thermostat on. She's sitting next to it. Mm-hmm. And she'll text me and be like, you got to turn the air down or up or whatever you guys say. She gets mad about that, too, because I say turn the AC down to make it colder. She says turning it down turns the AC down, which makes it hotter. So that's confusing. But I know she wants the temperature lower. Well, I'm trying to think. What do I say? Hey, it's I say hot. turn the AC on. It's hot in here. 
Can turn somebody, the AC on. What if it's already on? Turn it up. You say that's what she says. Turn it up. It's hot. Why well, you say turn it down? Because I want the temperature to go down. Yeah, but you turn want the, the AC down. You want the AC up. Right. That's what you she want says. to work more. I get it. You want to make it run. I get it. Yeah. So turn it up. Right. Anyway, it's cold in here. Turn the AC down. The the thermostat is a piece of crap. It's one of those things they sent me. You know, I don't know if they advertise, but Jesus, what a dumb system. So you have to turn the fan on. You can't figure it out. So that's that's what I'm dealing with here, boys. It's gonna be hot when I get home. It's gonna be hot. It's okay. I like it. Right, I, you like girls sweaty and hairy. I like, it when, she, I like so. it when she sweats. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Sweaty and hairy. I like hairy. when she sweats. I don't know if I like all sweat. I must like certain sweats. Well, you said you like the smell of her when she sweats. Uh, yeah, I do. I like. And you it. like her to be hairy. Hairy. Hey, well, said I said I don't one. care if she grows her armpit. You said you out. like that. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't dislike it at all. Like well, it looks yeah, fine. You like hairy armpits? Yeah, nothing wrong. Well, with man, that. whatever, man. I, I would say I'm I not like... judging you. I'm just saying it could be your day. Right. It's gonna be hot, sweaty, and hairy. She won't. She won't <clears> do it. She won't grow the hairy armpits. I tell her. You know, Maybe over a weekend or something. You know. I'm just saying the difference between like I'm not into armpits yet. Maybe someday, but I'm just saying the you difference. Said like, you like you it. You hold your arm up and you either have normal hair there. Or you have that stubble with the deodorant stuck on the little you stubble because like you tried to shave your armpit. Just armpit. let your armpit hair grow, ladies. Yeah. Who told you you had to shave it? That's ridiculous. Now, shave your damn legs, though. Don't go getting crazy and being a hippie <laughs> in Seattle out there with your hula. So you got to shave legs. your legs. With it. Leave the armpits. Let them go. Yeah, shave your let legs. Go. Let the armpits go. That, how's that for a deal? The rest of it's up to you. You like a hairy armpit? No, it's disgusting. So like when Miley Cyrus was up there with hairy armpits, yeah, like, that's like, disgu- Exactly, that's disgusting. You have hairy armpits? Yeah, Well, I'm that a was a dumb thing to say. That I'm was a, a dumb dude. thing to say. You also have a wiener. I get it. Okay, never mind. The point is, I just don't see how it's <clears> gross. <throat> hair, Hair's not gross, you know? Unless it is. <coughs> it's just hair, right? She just got out of the shower. I don't know, man. I don't want to sound misogynistic, but yeah, maybe it's just environmental upbringing. I prefer to women to shave their armpits. So yeah. gross. I always thought I did, and then I started seeing all these women who didn't shave their armpits who were hot, Ooh, and I was like, started oh, yeah. getting boners. No, I just thought that's fine. Why do you shave your armpits? You don't look bad at all. It looks good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Be you. Now, if you got like you know mustache growing in, you need yeah, to get rid of let that. that go. You know, pluck it, pull it, wax it. I don't understand why there's so much focus on like I've got this one here. Grab a razor and just shave it off. It's not going to grow back twice as thick. If you got to shave, you got to shave. What do you think about the other part? I know we can't talk about it, but what's your? Do you care? Nah. The big debate, nah. right? You know, it wasn't such a big debate when I was a kid. And looking at those '80s nudie magazines, it looked like they all agreed: don't do anything, don't touch it, don't, don't touch it, <laughs> don't, don't clean it, <laughs> just let it do its thing. And that seemed to be, you know, the consensus. And then somewhere in the '90s, I, I saw whoa. Some, some changes are going on here. Yeah, sure. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm more concerned with the armpits. How about that? Yeah, really? Yeah, Interesting. Sure. More, yeah. more concerned with the armpits than, than even yeah, if it was way, I, yes, way, 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 thousand percent. Yeah, at least that's like, you know, like it is 70s, what it is. Like 70s, like 70s, whatever. You, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Now, what about uh, what about you guys? Do you groom? I mean, slightly. Yes. Every, every, what do you, what do you groom? What do you groom? Like you, like you just trim your pubic hair with the sometimes with the yeah, but it doesn't take much because you always do it because you say yours grows straight. So yeah, I'm going to guess right. mine and Snowcone's probably doesn't have to be as mu- done as much as yours because you said just yours grows. would grow straight oh, down through normal. your underwear. Yeah, yeah. mine just keeps no, growing. his goes straight like not curly. Yeah, that's so weird. I know. Like that's if bizarre. he did it, he'd look like so you if have he to didn't trim shave it, he'd look like Uncle Fester. Yeah, it looks like armpit <laughs> hair or something. Yeah, so I trim that. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Fester is bald. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And then I and then I do take a razor to the other part, and that's it. Every time I shower, like once a month, I go part. down there and trim it up. Yeah, other you part. trim trim that part. Yeah, you're right. About part. once a month, and then I shave. I mean the other part. I shave my balls. Oh. 
Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. You know, they do, women do a lot of grooming and stuff to try and, you know, yeah. make themselves look nice. Well, not not for men, for but for everyone. Huh? Don't have to do it for you. Girl, they aren't putting hair out, women. Yeah. Grow <laughs> it out. Grow, grow it out. out. Summertime. Show it. You know what? Maybe if I just got used to hairy legs, I'd have no problem with it. Right now, it makes me sick. But maybe I could get used to it. Because, you know, when I was a kid, I would have thought armpit hair was disgusting, but that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if, what if, all right, I know we don't have time. Yeah, so, again, one last question. Yes. One last question. Yes? Yes. Oh, because this was going in a seal face direction. Because mm. I was going to say, whoever you think, Lindsay Lohan, okay? Yeah. And she's ready to date. Yes. But she's grown a goatee. Everything else is normal, <laughs> but she's grown a goatee. Some hormones, whatever. She just let it grow. She's got a goatee. Oh, well, like, a, like what kind of goatee? I don't know. Maybe she's just got facial hair like, like I do. Like some fast goatee. Without the sides, but like the, yeah, the goatee. Yeah, just, just this. Oh, yeah. Okay, no. That's a deal breaker? All yeah. done? No more? I'm done, yeah. Interesting. The only reason why I was dating you is because you were hot. <laughs> like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm in love with her because of her personality, so I'll just overlook whatever happened. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, she's the hottest girl in the world. And then you're like, oh. Now she has a goatee and isn't nearly as hot. Well, but you, okay. But you know she's hot under that goatee. You, your brain there's knows it. There's a lot of it. people hot underneath the goatee. Yeah, not really, but you know. You know. No, there's a lot of people that are hot that are would be even less hotter than Lindsay Lohan, but now become much hotter than her because she has a full beard. Yeah, but you know. Right? That, like that person that was know, below Lindsay Lohan just passed her. I don't know. Why? Because she doesn't have a... Goatee. Yeah, but it's still there. I don't know. Miley Cyrus grows a goatee. I, no, no, I, I'm not. No, I'm not no. passing. Not yet. You're gonna have to do some more things before I'm done. I know what you look like. That goatee does not suit you at all. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but I know what you look like under there. I know. Yes. Yeah. It's the same debate we've had for our entire lives. Yeah. You know what you look like under there, everywhere with you. You're like, which, if Miley Cyrus had a wiener. Yeah. You'd be like, well, it doesn't suit you perfectly, but I like it. It might suit her perfectly. It I don't know. It might be perfect. Right. I don't know. I'm <laughs> right, just saying, it's perfect. you know, when you, yeah. when you see someone that's beautiful and you're attracted to and you say, oh, you know, they grow, they grew a goatee. That's weird. But, uh, but, I, <laughs> but I know what's under there. But doesn't that change it? Yeah. I'm mean, certainly it's going to be shocking at first for sure. But, but doesn't think, that change how hot they are? Yes, at first. But then I think you remember what she used to look like. All right, so we're the same this. stupid thing we're doing with a seal face. All right, we'll yeah. have this conversation on Twitch. I'd um, rather not. We gotta, we gotta be done. <laughs> we gotta be done. I'd rather not. All no. right, good show, Miley Cyrus. Even with a goatee, stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.